0: Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. This is Band from Ringside. Tonight on the Band from Ringside podcast, we creep slowly towards WrestleMania. We have your AEW Revolution picks. Sonya Deville gets busted carrying a gat in New Jersey. That and a whole bunch more tonight on the Banff Ringside Podcast. I'm sorry.
1: I was wondering why she got arrested. I saw that <laughs> shit and I never clicked on it. I, I would like,
0: too if I were her, man, after that stalking shit that she went through. I mean, oh, no shit. You know, ditch that 9 to 5. It's time to feel alive. Hello, Marks. Welcome to the Banff Ringside Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Bill Vagie, a.k.a. Amelia Earhart Foundation, and sitting directly across <laughs> from me, we have
1: Jason Cornelius Bell. What's going on, at JCB? A part of me was waiting for something black-related, but I forgot. It's March already. Yeah. So quickly forgotten. It's women's history. It's women, month. yes. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. Got a bunch. Got, yeah, a bunch. Got a bunch. I'm sure you do. <laughs> That's just, you know, the warning shot. Sometimes <laughs> parameters actually help the art. You know what I mean? <laughs> you say, we coming through five weeks. Cow, cow. And on that glove, we know now I ask the congregation to bow their heads as I read from the latest edition of the Band for Ringside Podcast, volume two, nine, seven, chapter three, verse fourteen in the good smart say it. Hashtag Boo the Heels. It's all good, baby. Listen, share, subscribe, repeat the holy trinity of BFR. Not much on my end, you know, just doing my thing, just watching the wrestling, just feeding the cast, trying to make a living, you know, being a black man in America.
0: And out there being a white man in America, in Portland, Oregon, we have two beers. Zach Coleman, what's going on, Beautiful here? West
1: in the house.
2: Ah, man. Get lost at that, AKA. Hardy, hard, hard. That was a good one. <laughs> I like it. Um, yeah, uh, pretty good. Uh, March is a good month. I get paid bi weekly, and this is one of those months where I get paid three, three times, text.
3: which
2: is always dope. <laughs>
0: Jason and I are coming at you from beautiful St. Charles, Missouri. It's pretty nice outside. It might be drizzling a little bit, you know. Zach, you saying I was telling you guys before we came on the air that uh, just apropos of nothing, I decided to listen to our Revolution picks—the very first Revolution from three years ago this week. It was February twenty seventh, 2020, on the old band from Ringside Feed. Don't know what made me do it. I was just like, oh, this might be a fun little. Did you do? Up.
1: Did you go to Spotify?
0: Uh, I was on Apple Podcast. Okay, so it, it's okay. a different feed. No,
1: that's that's the usual feed. So you can anybody that can that is listening to this that wants to go back and get a giggle, they can go on uh, Apple, Spotify, whatever the case may be, and uh, and go back and listen to it.
0: But my aka that week was Handra Bullock, <laughs> and I was like your Bullock in the heat, Handra Bullock in miscontingiality.
3: <laughs>
1: I got to remember this. And then Zach
0: says. You couldn't even – I didn't even – I couldn't even find a joke like that on the net <laughs> to complete silence.
3: <laughs>
1: complete no silence. sale. <laughs> Everybody was like, okay. And that reminds I mean, and then
0: Amelia Ear, Earhart Foundation, then he goes, you can get lost. that I mean, Zach's good. He's quick. He's you know? good. He's quick.
1: No, He's good. No question uh, about it.
0: So we got some predictions tonight. Uh, we, I don't know. I mean, I got nothing else to bullshit about beforehand. We don't have to talk about the weather, do we? Zach, what's the weather like out there? <laughs>
2: Uh, it legit hailed
0: today Well that's weird
2: Damn yeah. dog It hails pretty often uh, It's just it's just like a, a casual hail It's not any of that powerful Fucked uh, up your sighting shit Like uh, yeah. you get in the Midwest
0: It's one of the strangest
1: weather phenomenons
0: Let's do a half hour hail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, yeah. I'm sitting there like Damn dog what's up with the Portland weather man shit you talk about snow one week Hail the next week what the fuck
0: Nah let's get to that three count
1: Fine One, two, three. JCB, kick it off. As our humble host said, we are creeping towards WrestleMania, so we're going to talk a little main roster. uh, I'm sorry, WWE, Raw, and SmackDown. Obviously, SmackDown first. Um, Obviously, the story coming in was whether or not jay was going to resurface or not um jimmy has been looking for jay blah 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 can't find him yada 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 that was the major storyline throughout smackdown but they did manage to sprinkle in some matches imperium goes over uh braun uh, Not i want to say rick moss but it's not the case it's madcap moss and ricochet in the opener uh, obviously the story here is Drew McIntyre creeps down towards ringside and it looks like we're doing at least Gunther and Drew, if not all three and the third being Sheamus, but we have time to flush that out. We'll see what happens there. Um, Santos Escobar and Ray Mysterio in a backstage segment. Dom comes in to makes his appearance. I'm always happy to see that Jimmy and uh, Paul Heyman in the back. Paul's basically saying that you need to call out Jimmy or Jay at this point, handle your business in ring solo, do your thing, blah, blah, blah. The biggest, one of the biggest things that came out of this episode was the return of LA Knight. I had questioned where LA night was since the last time we saw him at the Royal rumble, he comes back, looking just as good, talking just as much shit, and then proceeds to lose to one Kofi Kingston. I'll let you guys jump in at this point. Uh, Good to see LA Knight back, but I question whether or not he's over in the the mind of Triple H. In fans' minds, easily over. Everybody's singing his catchphrase. Everybody's yelling, yeah, and all that other good shit. That's great. Unfortunately... Losing the Kofi that doesn't leave me much hope, at least for the the, close, the short-term future. Better choice of words. I'll let you guys take it from there.
0: Well, I mean, we can say that it looks like I was wrong when I said a couple weeks ago that LA Knight's going to have a WrestleMania match. That being said, it feels like I was right when I said that LA Knight came, came out of the uh, Bray Wyatt feud. Uh, getting more over, because it seems like people were high on LA Knight when they came out. He got a pop. Like you said, people were saying his catchphrase, and people, well, we'll talk about Bray later. Zach, what do you think about anything that Jason just said?
2: Uh, in regards to LA Knight, uh, I think this is funny. I actually didn't tell you guys this story when I was at the strip club the other week. Uh, <laughs> I ended up uh, talking to dude, uh, about wrestling. Hey, hey. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry. So, go ahead. I'm gonna leave the jokes until the end. Finish, please.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. That's what I do. At strip clubs. I just chat up random dudes about wrestling. but that's what at happened. A strip club. And uh, yeah. And uh, so um, there's a lot of more interesting things going on around, around me. But it was very funny because we're <laughs> like having a good conversation. That's and, what I'm uh, thinking.
1: I'm like, so the talent wasn't that great at the strip club. I mean, the last thing if it, if I'm at a strip club and the talent is good, guess what? The last thing we talking about. Wrestling band from inside. Yeah, well, it
2: was a work event, so you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh so talking to this guy and just like it's always like, nice whenever you find like a wrestling band out in the wild. You're just like, oh shit, I hit the jackpot! Yeah, right. Um, and then it was just so funny because he was like big LA Nightmark, and he's like, dude, he's like, he's great. He, he can talk He can wrestle. He's gonna be a future WWE champion. I'm like. I don't think you know how this works. Like, <laughs> um, it, it was very funny because uh, he was just so high on him, and I'm high on LNA. I think he's you know very talented, but I'm like he's no spring chicken. He's going to be there to get guys over, and if the only guys that he's losing to are former WWE champions and like up and comers, like you know he lost to Bray Wyatt, he lost to Kofi. Both those guys are former champions. Uh, he's in like you know higher profile matches like that's that's fine he can be a guy to get some younger guys on the way up over and do it well um you know he'll get his wins and he can always talk his way out of losing i mean i don't never wins a match but he's always you know in in the shit and you know like la and i can be one of those guys i also think it was very funny because um you're talking about it wrestling and then like this is how tribal wrestling is like you can't only watch wwe and I mentioned something about AEW and he gets like uncomfortable. And so I like had just like a sixth sense. And uh I was like, Yeah, so I was listening to uh, Wrestling Observer Radio and he's like, oh, Meltzer. and the dude just shuts down and pretty much stops talking to me just Damn. because I said that I listened. And I was like, So, uh I was like, So what do you like get your, get your like wrestling stuff, you know, on Twitter and stuff? And he's like, Oh, he's like, I follow zero news.
1: And I was like, oh, okay, uh, <laughs> and this <anyways>, conversation is over.
2: <laughs> just very funny, but uh, it was just a funny and, and a girl thing. I just had to pass on. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Ellen Ice on TV, and like I said, losing the former champs. Uh, I did like uh, the uh, the Dom stuff. He's, he's the highlight of the show. Who would have thought that just standing there while Buddy Murphy kisses his barely legal sister, uh, and he just. Standing there awkwardly as a baby face while all this goes down, uh, that he would eventually become a highlight of WWE television just by riding along with this uh, with this fun little prison gimmick and, and being in a, in a hot faction. But uh, yeah, anyway.
0: Well, it does look like we're gonna get Ray versus Dom. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. That, <laughs> if and, you don't, I'm hot, and uh, it makes me pretty pleasantly surprised that they didn't pull the trigger on it earlier because now dom actually has a bunch of juice behind him more juice than ray and that is the best time to do this and you know cutting a little bit further ahead but we don't have to do it in order i mean dom begging ray to hit him and ray not doing it and the crowd really wanting it that bodes really well for a wrestlemania match and I, i hope i don't have very much faith in this I hope that they that Ray doesn't touch him
1: until WrestleMania. The, that would be perfect, but at some point, you know, Ray's just going to be like, "Look, I got to beat your ass," you know, and you know, give the crowd a little something. I would agree with you totally. That
0: would be I mean and If you, you can keep it, if
1: that indeed happens,
0: that will be a WrestleMania one of the WrestleMania matches that I would be looking forward to the most.
1: Yeah, because it it would be it would have the anticipation of and on a much smaller scale, but when Hogan and Rock wrestled and they didn't touch for a little bit and the crowd just was like, you know, getting into the moment, was like, oh, shit, this is really getting ready to happen, it's nowhere near that big. But on that same scale, fans want to see Dom get his ass handed to him. He's an impetuous ass child. Yeah. yeah. Okay? As, a, as someone that doesn't have kids, I'm looking at Ray like – Dude, you know you need to put
0: hands on this motherfucker, right? Oh, I could put hands on my kid. <laughs> no fucking doubt. No fucking doubt.
1: As long as we're getting, uh child protective services involved. Uh, Zach, would you put hands on your kids?
2: Uh, have not. Have maybe wanted to.
0: At <laughs> time. You could beat them all but up, also, though, right?
1: Uh, currently, yes. Uh, he said currently yes (laughs) he said i'm on the clock (laughs)
0: i've been watching my nephews get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and like my my seven my 19 year old nephew hope he doesn't listen to this i mean he's such a sweet kid i I don't think he'd have a chance against me my 16 year old nephew is fucking jacked and he was second team all conference uh linebacker as a sophomore and now he, he decided not to play basketball this year and he's Doing wrestling instead. Oh, Jesus. And he is fucking jacked. And uh I think that he would probably
1: fucking yeah, kill. Yeah, you you would have a an issue <laughs> on your hands. He, he would probably fucking <laughs> Now probably, you gotta fight dirty. He's probably
0: like 170 one seventy or what I think he wrestles at like one seventy two or something. He's my height, maybe a little bit taller. I yeah. Mean, he's just a brick shit house. Yeah, he
1: would shoot on you and just get, put you at his will I'm not scared of you though luke <laughs> come find me right
3: <laughs> and help me move this couch
1: before you beat my ass um we talked about dom well we just <laughs> talked about dom and uh charlotte and Rhea coming out for their face-to-face very interested in this match uh, i thought this was a good use for dom charlotte uh, bring it up andrade is the biggest andrade you know thought process. I, I totally forgot about Andrade until Charlotte brought him up. and You know what? That didn't even occur to me that
0: that might that her bringing him up might mean that he's going to show up. It didn't even occur
1: to me. I'm not saying he's showing up. I'm just saying this is the most we talked about him in months. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's that's where I'm going with it on that one. Um, neither here nor there. Like I said, Charlotte and Rhea, I think, should be one of the highlight matches, possibly a – night closing main event match. We'll see what happens there. Shayna Baszler beats Natty, whatever. Um, Tiggy Knotts comes out to help Natty before she gets stonked by Ronda and Shayna Baszler. So it looks like we'll have something going with that. Um, We'll talk about Shayna and uh, Ronda Rousey, probably more towards the end of raw, because that might be the slot where they get into WrestleMania, but we'll see what happens. Firefly Funhouse next. Um, this is where I have a, 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 at least some of my problems with Bray and what they're doing with Bray. Bray's figuring this. Out. I don't know. Let's
0: well, let's just have the whole Bray conversation here because we fair, had the fire. Enough. We had the Firefly Funhouse, Firefly Funhouse, which it's funny in that. Three years ago pod that we were listening to, we were having the exact same conversation. We were like, they brought him in with all this heat. We everybody wanted to see him. And then they just took too long to do stuff with him and they fucked him up. It was the exact same conversation three years ago. And the thing about him fighting Bobby Lashley and Lesnar taking on Omas, <laughs> let's let's take well, let's take the Lashley Bray thing first, because Lashley comes out. This Bray Wyatt video plays where he's basically making fun of Bobby Lashley uh, for being a, a big, strong guy. You know, it was like oh, he was like he was teasing Bobby Lashley for working out a whole bunch and having a perfect body, right? That would have been funny. That would have been funny like week three or week four of Bray's comeback. But like now. Like when uh I, I forget the, the guy that does play by play, the the English fella that does Kevin Patrick. Kevin Patrick, thank you. He says Bobby Bob he says after the video plays, he goes, Bobby Lashley didn't want anything to do with Bray, but now he might not have any choice. It's like might not have any choice. He's like I'm like Bray Wyatt's a fucking clown. Like he's just up there making fucking TikTok videos and Bobby Lashley's supposed to be pissed off about this. You know what's what's better podcasting? What's better wrestling podcasting, people praising the shit out of fu- out of sh- out of stuff or just people du- shitting on it. Uh, I'll leave that up to you, zach. what What do you think about what's going on with Bray White and Bobby Lashley right now?
2: Big almost fucking duffel bag of shit. <laughs>
0: Jason was hitting the weed You almost killed him (laughs) Yeah uh, It is not a good
2: build It will not be a good match I'm not looking forward to
0: it What's the uh, Is it going uh, Man if they do a cinematic match with Bobby Lashley One of the most over dudes in the company No he's not that over He's pretty over dude (laughs) Not anymore (sighs)
3: <sighs> okay,
0: and to I think a live
2: crowd. He's one of the most overdues in the company for sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, people said that that Montreal show that he got the second biggest pop all night uh, for <coughs> for his entrance, I should say. I, I think that people really are have come around on Bobby Lashley. They respect him. Shit. They,
1: well, you saw, you saw what happened when Brock crossed paths with Bobby Lashley. Brock was that guy. As crazy as this may sound. I expect the same thing to happen when Bray and Bobby cross paths. People are going to gravitate towards Bray for whatever reason. People are still on this storyline; they are on the Bray Wyatt bandwagon. God bless you for it. I promise you, watch what happens. Fans will even with Bray is is being booked as the heel. I promise you, fans will still stay behind him and not back Bobby Lashley. I mean, it's, uh, Bray's not a heel or a face. Bray is just Bray. It's just, and that that is a that is death in professional okay, wrestling. Okay, okay, but what I'm saying, okay, so case in point, so the that Firefly Funhouse you had Uncle Howdy next to him. So we went from literally. I can't trust you. I don't know anything about you. So now we boys and shit, without really that much explanation. And now Uncle
0: the... Howdy ain't here. This, what? this is this. I mean, it really kind of. Adds a little bit juice to the rumor that Vince still has uh, some creative control, and it
1: adds credence to your report Because this is week. some
0: Vince-ass shit. Oh my my!
1: Brock, okay. My
0: report. Thank you for bringing that up. You are
1: very welcome. It adds credence to the your report that Brock basically was offered the Bray Wyatt match first and turned it down. That's what sources told me. And now you you pivot to Bobby Lashley and Bray Wyatt because apparently Bobby Lashley can't just say no to the same things that uh, Brock Lesnar can. God bless you, Bobby. Company man, I feel you. Probably should just say no on this, but that's another story. He also probably
0: doesn't have the veto power that Brock Lesnar does. He probably doesn't. They'll 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 give Brock whatever he wants, just so just as long as Brock can do as little work as possible because Brock's. Bro- okay, so now we'll move on to Brock and Omos. Please. Because Brock
1: and. The shower match when I'm at Joey's house on Sunday. You take showers at Joey's house? No, I told him when we talked about this on Monday, <laughs> he called me on Monday, and we were talking about it. He was like, they're going to do it. I'm like, no, nah, they're not going to do it. They're going to do it. No, nah, we're not going to do it. So, of course, they did it. Uh, they so, did he it. called me back right away, and I, I didn't even you know, give him a chance to say hello. I was like, look, I don't give a fuck if this is on Sunday at your house. I I'm bringing, I o-
0: I'm bringing over bathroom. I'm bringing over my Aqua Velva. I'm bringing <laughs> over my Irish
1: Spring and I am taking a fucking shower into your apartment. I was like, dude, I'm not watching that shit. If I got to go outside smoke weed, if I got to go outside and smoke a cigarette, if I got to sit in your bathroom for the five minutes that match is going to take, so be it. I want to say, though, that it was pretty clear during that Brock Lesnar MVP
0: promo segment that MVP was... Uh, he was out there yes anding like he was he was on improv Street he didn't know what Brock was gonna say Brock said however it ends just spit it in my face I'll f five you that'll be it but we'll have like eight minutes to fill before that because MVP did not know what Brock was gonna say and Brock was just out there clowning like
1: clowning for someone that has, anxiety about doing promos, Brock Lesnar's come a long way since the Paul Heyman split. probably that Zoloft, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Helped me. Hey, however it works, man. The way he came out, and I kind of knew that it was going to be silly, but just to see Brock help carry the segment, this is MVP's territory. You know, it was, don't get me wrong, it was an entertaining
0: segment. Zach, what did you think about it? It was entertaining.
1: Yeah,
2: entertaining uh, segment, and you just knew. Uh, I mean, you just played out so well. I'm like, he's gonna set that right in his face. He's gonna get f five. I'm like, turn and, uh, away, yeah. turn away. I still, no matter how many years it's been, uh, Brock Lesnar's voice just doesn't match his body.
0: That, that's true. That's a hundred percent true, man. It really does not. You act like it's Tyson or
1: some shit. It's.
0: He's like, I'm gonna,
2: I'm gonna go home and.
0: Fuck my wife and drink a Miller Lite. That's right, a Miller light Cause Coors Light won't pay me. Like, you are not like a killer at all. It's, um, I mean, it's, I it's Tyson to Jason. <laughs> <laughs> it really, it's all, it's it, it, Tyson standing on his corner and Brock's just kind of creeping over there. And Tyson's like, "Hold on a second, dude." He's like, "Get back there, get back there." He doesn't want Brock on. He doesn't want Brock on his corner. <laughs> Uh, i'm dead (laughs) listen listen uh out of the two matches
1: stand back stand back which stay on your side of the street
0: which one would you which one would you rather see which one do you rather want to see as a match bray wyatt versus bobby lashley or Omos versus brock lesnar and let me before you answer zach i just want to point out that uh you should have solidarity with brock lesnar because he mispronounced. He mispronounced Omas the same way that you did. Forever, I, noticed that. I
3: noticed
2: that. I felt. I felt very validated. I bet you did. I bet you did.
0: I bet you did. Panama no. red. He did it like three times. I think he was doing it on purpose, though. I don't. He did it so exaggerated, exaggeratingly. He goes, "omos." <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Zach, you were saying that you felt vindicated. Yes,
2: very much so. Um, and I actually noticed, and it was funny cause I was like, how do they notice whenever I say it wrong? Cause I don't ever notice. I just feel like I'm just saying the name. And then he said it. I'm like, Oh yeah, that that was wrong. Uh, so, uh, yeah, better than to validate that I wasn't the only one, but as far as the two matches, that is really not tough at all. Um, it's gonna be Bray Wyatt and Bobby Lashley for sure because I don't wanna see Omas on my television screen ever. And I wish the best for him in life and for all the plane rides that he has to take where he's very uncomfortable. But uh <laughs> yeah.
0: Big.
1: True true words ain't been spoken.
0: Man. That Poor bastard. God Can damn. Can you imagine him flying? Fuck no. Oh, exactly. uh, I would rather see Brock Lesnar versus Omos just because I'd rather see Brock Lesnar versus any of those. I'd rather see Brock Lesnar than any of those guys fighting. Omos, that. Omos is not yet 30 years old. He's still a really young guy. Uh, it's weird calling him a kid, but he is a kid, even though he's 7'5". Um, but I would just rather watch Brock Lesnar. I would rather watch uh, Brock Lesnar wrestle... Period. Let
1: me give you a nugget. Yeah. All right, Jason. What's next? Um, Kieran Cross versus Rey Mysterio was next. Um, once again, Diamond Mysterio, all involved in this, costing uh Rey Mysterio the match. Kieran Cross chokes out, uh, Rey Mysterio assists to Dom once again. Like you said, think we're leading towards the eventual WrestleMania match, and then bloodline closes SmackDown. Um. I didn't think that Jay was coming out, but I guess that's just me being naive. Jimmy calls out Jay. Sammy comes out instead. They argue for a little bit. Both guys have points. You can't really say that either guy is wrong if you look at it from their perspective, I could see why the other is upset. Jay starts to come down, Jimmy jumps. Sammy, Sammy catches Jay or Jimmy while he's trying to wave Jay down. As Sammy goes out, he and Jay kind of look at each other. Nobody does anything. Sammy dips off. So once again, another just cliffhanger to keep you coming back for next week's Smackdown obviously tomorrow night where we'll see Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes. On top of that, we'll have to answer whether or not Jay and Jimmy reunite in time for their WrestleMania match versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Yeah. Zach, what are your thoughts about where the Bloodline story is right now?
2: I think it's in a really good spot. I mean, we still got some weeks to WrestleMania. They are gonna want to keep us on our toes about some of this stuff. I think by you know three week, we're, we're like five six weeks out. I'd say by Three weeks out, we need to have matches like solidified. Um, but I think this build and the uncertainty is compelling television, and it's still probably the best thing going as far as storytelling and on American wrestling television right now. So,
0: totally agree. I'm still way into it. Uh, I, I, you know, we thought that we knew where they were going uh, at em- at Elimination Chamber. They swerved us a little bit uh, with having Jay Jay's whole thing at Elimination Chamber swerved us a little bit. They didn't swerve us as much as you want to. Oh, and for your weekly for your weekly update on what our friend Tender Mahal thought about Bill's takes. Uh, he told me that I booked the shit out of that Sammy angle. So I really appreciate that. Thank you very much, Tender. He 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 really doesn't like my takes very often. Yeah, well, I told you last week that he told me that I was wrong all the time. So, you know, he called me. He he said that I act like a grandma when it comes to blood. So I think
1: I'm just... Hey, I'm a journalist. I'm just reporting what I know. You know what I mean? Says the guy that books Jerry Gay or, or Gary Jay on his on his show. So yeah, I, I would assume that him ha- having uh, zero problem with blood would be your problem, not Joey's problem. <laughs> but another story
0: we're for another time. We're going to talk about blood a little bit later. We got Ambrose <laughs> coming up.
3: <in> <laughs> but uh, you ain't shit.
0: Can I can I just have a little PSA here for yes for all my friends out there that uh, watch wrestling this should be good. every week. <laughs> <And> <laughs> Let me get a uh, cigarette going. It's, it's, <laughs> it's not necessarily you guys. It's not necessarily uh, the people within the sound of my voice at this moment right now, which is, you know, Vice and J-Bell and Zach. But for everybody else out there that is bitching about uh, the Bloodline storyline uh, kind of going slowly now and uh they want something to happen now and everything. Uh, Maybe you guys should just take a couple weeks off of wrestling. Have you guys thought about that? Because if you're going to watch seven hours of wrestling a week and five of it's going to be Raw and SmackDown, and they're going to do multiple segments because they are not trying to cater to you. They are trying to get people that don't have time to watch seven hours of wrestling every week, and they want to keep everybody engaged with the storyline maybe don't bitch about where the storyline's at right now. It's going to move incrementally, because if it moved any faster, then you guys would be bitching about how they blew their load three weeks before Wrestlemania and how it's all predictable and how you're so mad about how it's all getting so predictable. Oh my god, so predictable. Oh, it's too slow. Oh, it's too slow. What's going on? Now Kevin Owens is here. Why don't they just fucking shit or get off the pot? Why are they fucking leaving me with blue balls? It's because you watch it all the time, you fucking cucks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's what I have to say. About I'm it. not sure if I can come. What the oh uh, hell I, I, no. Listen <laughs>
0: Listen, uh that that's just you know, that's I think that we should start doing TikTok. I think that would be a really good TikTok. We could probably get so many more
1: listeners, just people getting mad at me. Damn, damn, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> yes Me too. I was about to say it's not like I haven't had a, a hot bad take in God knows how long. Jesus Christ. Good point though. It's the Thank you. But it's I think it's the just the instant gratification of the of the this generation. It's six weeks out. You know what I'm saying? I mean, damn. What if 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 this shit unfolded like you said three weeks before WrestleMania? I would be pissed, pissed. Drag this shit out, man. Look, if it's that boring, come back. Like you said, come back in two weeks. They still gonna be building to this shit.
0: As a as a as an athlete, you know. <laughs> As somebody who's ran a couple half-marathons, mm.
1: you don't want to
0: run 15 miles three weeks before you hit the half-marathon if you're doing the training. You want to keep building up, keep building up, so you build up to the 13.1 miles. So the week before you run 13.1 miles, you run 10 or 11 or 12 or something like that. That's Consider WrestleMania the half-marathon because it's usually way longer and not nearly as satisfying. Um, except for last week, uh, our last year. What else you got, Jason?
1: Let's, let's flip over to Raw. We'll, uh, start with the curtain jerker Street Profits versus Jimmy and Solo Sokola. So obviously, JMIA again. Street Profits get the, oh, I'm sorry, Street Profits lose to Jimmy and Solo Sokola. Um, KO comes out, obviously, Glaze the SmackDown. We'll talk about that, obviously, in a little bit. Another seed to the, um, eventual tag team a title match that we, we all expect to happen at WrestleMania. MVP Mel- Lounge, we already talked about that for a little bit. Lita and Becky, backstage segment. Okay, it is what it is. Cody and Chad Gable the next wrestling match coming up. Um, I said last week that especially with Roman Reigns not being around, that Cody Rhodes would have to carry the, the load of this feud for a little bit, kind of the same way with Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns back in the day. Funny how things kind of flip. You know, life is weird that way. I thought this was a really good match. It's another, you know, chance to give Chad Gable a little props to hang with a guy that's getting ready to headline WrestleMania night two. Um, Otis is another spinoff I led to- the uh, Alpha Academy, Mark over here, talk about Chad Gable and Otis. But the match itself, I thought, was really good. Predictable finish, but you can't have Cody losing before WrestleMania. Chad Gable and who? Cody Rhodes. No, what did – sorry, go ahead, Zach.
2: Both uh, legit shoot wrestlers, too. Mm. Wow. But, uh, yeah, that was fun. And, you know, I liked the short but sweet promo that Cody did afterwards where. With... He's like, oh, uh Roman's gonna be SmackDown. and guess what? So am I and he, Heyman later on He needed a he
0: needed a week with a short and sweet promo in a match against somebody that can work and that's what this was.
2: A hundred percent. Yeah. So um yeah, and uh Heyman later on, you know, basically saying, Yeah, Cody, either you can confront Roman Reigns or Roman Reigns can confront you, like basically saying Roman's not running from him. Uh, which is also pretty short and sweet for a Heyman promo, but uh yeah, enjoyable. Cody, I mean, you have stuff like that, like, you know, have Chad Gable wrestle, like, legitimate wrestlers, and um, have Cody wrestle legitimate Like This is like, this is, I watched the Hulu version, admittedly, but this was not a painful show to watch. Um, I enjoyed SmackDown and Raw this week.
0: I, too, watch the Hulu version these days, and it was a pretty enjoyable Raw. That was a very enjoyable match. I mean, I, I I skip through a lot of stuff when I watch even the Hulu version, uh, just because I, you know I got TCB at work, you know guys, uh, you know. But, um, <laughs>
1: this is true. You got money to watch. Well, yeah, and you
0: know my uh, my title at work is business execution associate. Business because that's what I take care of execution because I execute, and associate because I didn't plan for the future when I was in my 20s. So <laughs> <laughs> this but, um, but this was a very, very enjoyable match. The, I, I really think that the, I mean, we talk about Gargano being the babyface underdog wrestler that could take the world by storm, uh, someday could catch heat. Someday could catch fire And uh, you know fuck around And win the, the big belt I think the same thing is true about Chad Gable I knew you were going to say that shit I mean I I might be wrong I'm wrong all the time And I don't mind being wrong But like when I'm right I'm right Like Brodus Clay is oh, currently Jesus the NWA Christ. champion uh, The other thing to that <laughs> Fucking Billy Corrigan. <sighs> I love Billy Corgan <laughs> Fuck now I forgot what I was going to say Anyway go ahead the um, world
2: is a vampire. <laughs> I
1: remember <laughs> this is just quick sidebar. Yes. I remember that episode. I was just like for the like the fifteenth time you guys were doing it. I'm like, okay, that's enough.
0: <laughs>
1: My Billy Corgan impression is top notch. <laughs> I'll let you drop that in whenever you're ready. Um Baron Corbin gets uh, cut off backstage. Today is the greatest
0: day I've ever known.
1: All right, go ahead. Not bad. Um, <laughs> to switch over to KO. So, obviously, there's going to be something with Baron Corbin, probably post-WrestleMania. Um, right now, he's just getting the uh, the Heisman from everybody. Whatever. Doesn't matter. I only like Baron Corbin anyway. Um, judgment Day. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I remember what I was going to say. You said Otis. Otis. That's not his name anymore. Oh, Jesus he's, fucking Christ. He's Otis
0: because he's joining the maximum male models. He ain't joining the motherfuckers yet. That is something he to be Has he
1: joined them yet? No, but he okay, will. Okay, well, <laughs> he's going to. As far as I'm concerned, Mama called him Otis. I'm going to call him Otis. Judgment Day, whatever. Backstage said, probably setting up more so for the eventual Finn and Edge match at WrestleMania. Oscar Carmella, Oscar wins, um, whatever once again build towards Oscar Bianca not that big of a deal Candace beats uh Piper Niven I thought Piper Niven might be getting some a chance when triple H came back clearly not the case Candace ain't Candace ain't getting over uh in on the main roster it's just it's just not happening I would tend to agree with that um zach I'll, I'll let you defer to this you're the Candace Garay mark of us all i'm I'm going with booking
2: Yeah, I think she could. It's just she hasn't been positioned um, to do so at all. Um, But I think she has the talent. I mean, she's got a good look, uh, which is just like a very, like, PC way of just saying, like, she's attractive, which is a requirement in WWE for the most part. Um, But she's also a talented wrestler. And, you know, she's got good charisma. It's just they they haven't positioned her as a star at all. And she kind of came in right whenever – Becky and Bailey and Charlotte were all, like, coming back. Maybe if, you know, it would have been a different different timing. She could have – and you know, not everybody's going to be at the top of the card either, and I'm not saying she's, like, a top-of-the-card person um, at all. But, uh, you know, sometimes people just get spotted.
1: Sorry, Doug. I I was – I was distracted.
0: I there took off my sweatshirt. Oh yeah, you were distracted. I bet, you, <laughs> I bet you were when I took off my sweatshirt. <laughs> right. I only what got. What the t- fuck are you doing? Uh, I was kind of. You know, you say that being attractive is a oh, Jesus. requirement in uh, in WWE. You know what? I'm not even going to go there. That's just it's, There's no road that I can. Where are
2: are going to name? Where are you going to name an unattractive?
0: Woman. I was gonna name a bunch of them, <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, no. He's like,
2: well, if you remember, uh, you know Serena Deeb looks like a cocktail waitress on an oil rig, um, and <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is funnier than anything I ever said about <laughs> Serena Deeb. <laughs> I used to say she looked like a, a Applebee's bartender. <laughs> yeah, that, that was is the, that that's... saying she was a cocktail waitress on an oil rig is. Did you just make that up? God damn, that is fucking good. Oh my god,
1: that is fucking good. That's uh, amazingly fucking funny, after, man. That's yeah, horrible. I don't want to talk about the attractiveness.
0: Shit. I, listen, I stopped thinking about the attractiveness of wrestlers ever since horrible, Eve left. Ooh, Eve Torres. Oh god, Eve Torres.
1: Jesus anyway, Jesus fucking uh, Christ. So, go ahead, go ahead, quarterback it. At- well, I was just seeing where we were at here, so... Johnny Gargano backstage, Miz coming out saying he's going to be the host for WrestleMania. Seth stomps him out, calls up Logan Paul. Logan Paul comes, was going to be, apparently going to be on Raw next week, so that lead will probably lead to their WrestleMania match. Man, you got to have a really strong Bluetooth signal Oh, yeah.
0: For your Bluetooth to hit the Jumbotron? <laughs> like, that I, got, I, super be, Wi-Fi. I got to be careful
1: next time I'm at a live show. <laughs> is my Bluetooth going to hook up there? I'd say, God knows what the air is getting ready to yell at you for. <laughs> I'd say, well, are you still at Rock? Yes, yes. Still at Rock. Ra- <laughs> It's the last segment. We got to leave in twenty minutes. Um, backstage segment with Damage Control and Austin Theory. We should point out about this Rollins Miz thing though. That Rollins is fucking over
0: as a babyface. Like he is mad, mad over. And that Rollins Logan Paul match. It's going to be Logan Paul's
1: best match. I'm, I, I'm sure of it. Okay, so I'm sure of it. Let's I'll, I'll, let's sidebar on that for thirty seconds because. I kind of wanted to talk about it, but let's talk about it anyway. um, This has the potential to steal the show, number one. No doubt. Number two, Logan Paul's best match, in my opinion, was Roman Reigns. You're you're saying this could possibly supersede that? There's absolutely no doubt. Two Beer?
2: I'm sorry, but I lost. I was talking to my kids and uh, got distracted. Do you think
0: that Seth Rollins Logan Paul has a chance to be better than Logan Paul versus Roman Reigns?
2: Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's gonna possibly like whatever night it's on. It, it it's like a possible show stealer.
0: Yeah. So he just basically agreed with both of us. You said it can steal the show, and I said it's gonna be better. It's gonna be Logan Paul's best match. He's only had two, basically three, right? three. Um, if are. I guess if you include the Royal Rumble, it's four. Right, but I mean, this is going to be his best match. Seth Rollins is one of the best wrestlers in the world, and Logan Paul obviously can fucking go and is—he's he, a
1: freak athlete.
0: He—he, he, sorry, he raised the bar on Roman Reigns' matches. He made that—that—that that, that was Roman Reigns' best match of last year. Yeah, probably. That's not a B for sake. That's not a B for category. I guess it could be. Anyway, <laughs> I, I'm looking forward to Logan Paul coming face to face with Seth Rollins. Sorry, Seth freaking Rollins next week.
1: Oops, dude, did you just get a check?
0: Uh, you know, I'm really looking forward to the premium live events where
3: <laughs>
1: all
0: my favorite superstars come out. <laughs>
1: He said all his favorite superstars come out. That was good. You didn't even have a copy. Um, Lashley's crushes uh, 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 Elias. Another uh, Bray Wyatt uh, vignette. Yeah, we covered it. Jesus <laughs> Christ. It was the same thing we covered. Um, Johnny Gargano defeats Otis, but obviously no Maximum. No, not yet. Maximum Mel Miles, obviously, at ringside. So we're leaning towards an Otis and Maximum Mel Miles uh reunion you know pairing whatever you want to call it that's good by the way that's good for otis and also good for chad gable
0: and also good for the maximum male models
1: it's more so better from in my opinion more so better for chad gable chad gable can stand alone otis is it feels like he he should be a part of a group in this scenario he could he will be the best wrestler of maximum male miles without question so to me, this is win-win. It's I just... want Otis Masé and Mansuare Oh Jesus, Christ. And oh, Jesus fucking Christ!
0: To win the never, the never six-man belts <laughs> 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 because they're better than uh, how's the Dortcher. A uh, house of torture doesn't have anything. Yeah, I was, Fuck,
1: okay, that's what I was getting ready God. to say. Now, I was getting ready to come over the table now. You fucking nerds! I was getting ready to come over the table. They, they lost the titles. Now, if you want to send them over to get worked over by Desperado, uh, fucking Renderita, and fucking uh, Suzuki, by all means, please, I would pay money for their flight to I'd get watch that work.
0: i w- watch the fuck out of that, man.
1: <laughs> it's going to take five minutes. Shit. Which lasts longer, that six-man or Brock versus Omos?
0: Uh Brock versus Omas is going to last less than
1: five minutes. People are saying, "Oh, we don't see what the you know the big picture is with that." You guys don't understand wrestling when they put that match together. Man, I know what wrestling is, and that's the bathroom break match. As soon as Brock comes out, it's time to hit the merch and go to the bathroom.
0: Grow the fuck up!
1: Never, motherfucker. I'm talking to everybody else,
0: not you. All right, let's talk about this main event. What else do we got? We got no, talk about the main, main event. We got a main event. Uh, The main event was damage control, fighting against uh, Becky Lynch and Lita. (laughs) (laughs) Vice just made a fart noise. And I don't blame him. I don't blame him. Vice just made a fart noise, and he was exactly correct. Uh, So Lita and Becky Lynch are now... (laughs) <laughs> they're now tag tag team champions uh there's nothing wrong with this you know it's fine if damage control loses the women's tag belts to lita and becky lynch well i mean it's going in the wrestlemania season becky lynch is a huge star Lita's a returning legend they're gonna obviously gonna have a match at wrestlemania they're just trying to do business jason's making faces uh zach tell me what you think
2: yeah I like these belts matter um and you know, belted with props anyway, uh, and you want to put the props on, like He's you said, some li- really big stars, and it's WrestleMania season, and you know, give those guys, uh, you know, something, put the titles and those guys on the pay per view. So uh, probably going to be the six man, the that, that six woman that uh, Jason was talking about last last week.
3: I think there's I
2: unless it's unless it's Ronda and. Um, right. What's the name?
0: now R- Ronda and Shayna Baszler going against Lita and Becky Lynch, which is also possible. I think it's also possible to get a singles match between Bailey and Trish Stratus because Trish Stratus kind of put a little extra mustard on that beatdown down. Uh, that's
2: actually more likely. The singles match and then Shayna and and Ronda versus Becky and Lita for the belt. That that makes more sense.
0: Everybody gets a payday that way. I I. You know, at the risk of, you know, it's Women's History Month. And I've already said, talked about not attractive, although I didn't name any names. But I, I did have a thought. <laughs> oh, I remember where that quote comes from. It comes from uh, the movie Best in Show. Best in Show, there you go. Uh, I also had a thought that uh, Lita and Becky Lynch heading down to the ring together reminded me of the scene... In Back to the Future Two, where where Biff is in the car with his grandpa, <laughs> no, Biff is in the car with the old version of Biff, and he's like, "No, you dumbass!" And he tries to give him the almanac, you know. That, God damn, that's what it reminded me of. <laughs> now listen, Lita, Lita is a uh, she's a she's an, she's a Hall of Famer. She, she's <laughs> twenty years past her prime, though. I mean, let's let's be real. Can we just be real about this? I mean, we're we're real about Goldberg. Like I I was talking yeah, about earlier, yeah. we listened to the old one. We were real about Goldberg. Uh, somebody said on Twitter that Lita was moving around like Great Collie. <laughs> Man, hell <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: Oh no! <laughs> I'm so glad I did not take almost killed me. A beer. Almost <laughs> killed me. Jesus, almost. Christ. But she nailed.
0: She nailed the. She nailed the moon though. Can we just say she nailed the moon
1: uh, she, she, Otherwise, she'd be dead, and there would be no title change. Right. It took her a while to climb up there, though. Stop.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> That was great Mudo. That was KG Mudo <laughs> last week. I'm like, don't do it. Don't you do this listen, shit? you 60. L- listen, don't you moonsault listen, off this top? Row. <laughs> Lita
0: looks great, and I'm glad she's getting a payday. She is certainly a huge star, and they certainly afford these same opportunities to male legends. And and it's tougher for a woman because they have to look. They they are held to higher beauty standards than men. There is no doubt about that. I'm just saying the same way I would make fun of an old guy, the same way I made fun of Goldberg trying to jackhammer Undertaker is the same way that I will make fun of Lita not really looking very quick.
2: Putting the poon in Punjabi prison.
0: All right, Jason, anything else
1: uh, that we have to talk about? Well, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to have to, you know, get my little two cents in on this main event. Did I not let you talk about no, it? No, I'll, I'll be brief. Number one, I agree with Lita and the Lita analysis, probably just not in position to be where she should have been in this match. You know, 20 years, ring rust, I get all that. I get it. I'm not expecting sure, her to come course. out and look good. My biggest problem with this is what I've always said about tag team wrestling. I don't give a fuck if it's WrestleMania season or not. When you bring Trish Stratus down, that screams six-woman tag. I don't understand why we're doing a title change when the only goal is a six-woman tag. That doesn't even make any sense.
0: That's what I meant to do.
1: Okay? That makes zero sense. You can still accomplish two goals at the same time. You can still have damage control, retain the titles, because God knows they've been the champs for a hot little minute, lost the titles, and then got them back. And then they move to... uh, the makeshift team of Becky Lynch and Lita? Come oh, on now. That's why you're that, pissed damn off. Right. Cause damn right. Because you get pissed right. off
0: about makeshift tag teams. Damn right. And especially that's when why. they okay. won the titles. All right. You
1: can I was, still do two things I was things sitting there the thinking, like, why is Jason so worked up
0: about this? But this Jason is one gets, of
1: my pet fucking, fucking peas about Jason shit. Jason gets
0: worked up about makeshift tag teams winning the titles off of real tag teams yes that's
1: i i was like why is he getting so worked up outside of that everything else all the goals you can want to accomplish you can accomplish now if you want to do a triple threat
0: would you would you have been okay would you have been better with becky lynch and lita winning the tag belts at wrestlemania no well then okay. Well then <laughs> like what the fuck do you, you want to do you, <laughs> they don't have
1: another tag team. You can do if you want to do Sasha and okay. Naomi. No, no okay, no no, no, right, no. if right. you want you can do this one of two ways. Let's if you that. want That's to that. do the six woman tag, then you don't have damage control, lose the tag team tiles. If you wanted to do a triple threat, you can still have damage control come in as champs, and then you can have He's heating up. Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler pin Lita. So now you have the uh, uh, not even really a makeshift tag team, but some some two people that have a connection to win these tag team champions championships. You got everybody on the show, and everybody wins. That makes sense. This made no sense. And it was it was embarrassing to watch for the simple fact that God bless Lita, she was not ready to compete, period. And now you're gonna have a. Tag. Are you talking kayfabe stuff? I'm ta- no. I'm look at it. Look, let's look at it. Look, legitimately, she was not good, period. No, she was not super wasn't. slow. Yeah. Step behind. She wasn't. The moonsault was like, please God, make it. And and then you're gonna make them tag team champs because Becky Lynch is around. Come on, man, make it make sense.
0: It's the alternate 2023. I don't give a rat's ass. It's after Lita came back and gave Becky the sports. Come on, man. Let's get to that two count.
3: (laughs) One, two,
0: three. Two beer. What's the two count?
2: We can do this the easy way or the hard way.
3: The easy easy way. way.
0: (laughs)
2: <laughs> I always love that anyway um, uh, so uh, we'll get back on track here we won't we won't really get into the odds and ends we got a pay-per-view coming up here uh, but Rampage was a surprisingly good show this week so I'll just roll through it uh, although it was interesting I feel like we could have flipped reverse order the entire uh, card and it might have been a little bit better because it opened with the Young Bucks versus Aussie Open and like for no reason, like I, I don't know, like what was happening with this, like at all. It was just like, hey, we're just gonna have this awesome tag team up for Open Rampage, and it was absolutely killer. Um, you know, Young Bucks won, but I mean, I feel like they went.
0: I don't know, I have, like, a time It was Young thing, Bucks but. Aussie Open for the opener of Rampage last
3: week.
1: Yes, man, I didn't even hear. Yeah, <laughs> that I usually at least check. Exactly. I was like, oh hell no, I'm definitely watching this shit before I go to work this morning. Fuck that. It was it was a good match. A pay-per-view match. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. It's, yes,
0: it's a fucking Wrestle Kingdom match.
1: And that and both teams look good. Obviously, the House of Black angle comes into play, and that's kind of what I, what I wanted to see. Um, how they played that, how they looked on Friday, and then flipping it going forward on Wednesday. But no, the the physical match itself is is really good. I thought it. Everybody did their jobs. Mark Davis is a fucking animal in the ring. He can just toss guys around like it's nobody's business. I love Aussie Open. Bucks are the Bucks. Um, good match.
2: And for Bill, he's finally going to tell the Young Bucks apart now, but for Aussie Open, Mark Davis no, no. is the one with, like, the butt. He just got that, like, big butt. No, I can uh, tell Aussie, Aussie Open. I, like I can tell apart. Aussie Open.
1: You're giving apart. him too much credit. He still can't tell the Bucks apart.
0: I, no, I still can't.
1: No. I still no, I, I really can't. And when you were saying, I've like, tried. No, he, literally, when you were saying that, Bill could tell the Bucks apart. He's over here shaking his head like, no, <laughs> 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 no, I can't. So don't give him that much credit, Brodus Quay. Credit Bucks telling each other apart. No, nah. man, there's something
0: <laughs> from that podcast from three years ago that Zach said when I because that's the first one where I said that I couldn't tell the Bucks apart, and Zach said that. Oh, fuck, it was a really funny line so, I mean it was something About having child porn on his On his <laughs> computer or something it was, oh my it, was, God. it was like really funny
1: Oh Jesus Christ <laughs> February 27th 2020 <laughs> yeah, that gotta, before I go to work tomorrow it's a, it's, I gotta get a good giggle here it, I mean
0: it's really a momentous one because it's the, It's, it's, the, pre, it's pre,
1: that pre-pandemic one. It's Revolution
0: Predictions It's after Bray Wyatt Uh, loses the goldberg and it's right before the pandemic so like we we have no idea what's coming and it's just kind of like the pandemic wrestlemania right but we didn't know that that was coming No, i'm just saying because
1: i'm thinking in my head so we're talking about what's
0: coming up and it never happens but it's just kind of like interesting to listen to like we we had no idea yeah what was ahead of us like just like three weeks away like we were just carrying on as As (laughs) as you know, <laughs> as we do. Right. <laughs> anyway, oblivious to shit. Go ahead, uh, tuber. That, that's funny. Um, so,
2: on that same thing I feel like uh, some people I've seen describe FTR as uh, FTR hair and FTR bald, which is really funny, <laughs> um, because they couldn't tell those guys apart, and also like with the name confusion. I was online for like, I don't know, like maybe like three minutes like on social media this week because i just haven't i haven't been doing it this year at all and within those three minutes i saw the most amazing line in describing F T R and it was somebody said FTR hair and F T R oh my god please stop talking and uh that cracked me up because sactar was kind of a fucking complaining bitch um or at least he comes across that way well you're um, talking
0: about shoot style right yeah, 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 yeah. Not, yes. not in case babe.
2: Right. But it was just pretty funny. Right. Uh, but anyway, uh, so uh, Tony Storm, I, you know, with Soraya, of course, Soraya. I, I, I don't know which, which one it is this week for me, uh, but uh, Willa Nightingale. And we uh, had a, a good match. Uh, bummer, you know, Willa Nightingale, she's, she's got a lot. She's got really good charisma. I feel like she kind of deserves more than to just lose, even though Tony Storm is like a bigger star and more accomplished and of course she's like you know just more accomplished in her, her career like I feel like Willow um has momentum and it's the same thing that I would say is a, to a much smaller degree uh that was like the same, same thing but as far as me getting on my soapbox it's like the fans are handing this to you um the fans are just like with Jamie hater. they're handing it to you they're getting behind her uh, so maybe she takes the title from Athena, it's the next one I always scrape with, and she's wrestling her for that. So maybe that's what her plan is. But if that's the case, her losing here is not necessarily indicative of that. Um, had a, a Lance Archer squash. I think that was the first time I've seen Lance Archer on AWTV, definitely this year. Um, and then, uh, <laughs> uh, well, in the three minutes that I was in, uh, on Twitter, I also saw uh, Bill say, uh, well, Keith Lee's 0 for 2 on the, uh, name tag team names. And I was like, oh, great. I was like, what is, what the hell is this? And I gotta say, Naturally Limitless is not good, but it's decidedly better since we're in Our Glory.
0: That's, um, a, that's a low bar. It made, yeah, <laughs> it's, a very,
2: it's a very low bar, but he's, he is 0 for 2, and I agree. And I made a vent with Guevara versus Akin Andretti, um, which was, you know, Fun match. Both these guys are very athletic, and they're going to, you know, do whatever they can to get over and uh, kind of set us up for some of the spots in the ladder match. But uh, but yeah, that was Rampage, and I just I just wanted to call it out because it was a much better show than not that I watch it all that often, but I saw the lineup and I was like, well shit, I got to watch it.
0: Yeah, it sounded
1: like something I should have watched, Jason. Um, just on the the swerving, our Argory, naturally limitless uh, debate. Ugh. I'm going to lean towards the latter.
0: I'm going to lean towards the former.
1: <laughs> no, I lean towards the latter. I think
0: that's naturally limitless. It's terrible.
1: Oh, Swerve and gory was brutal, dude. Get the fuck out of here. here, here the, fa- a- the fact that we're even having this conversation is more so the problem with Keith Lee. Definitely. It's not about Dustin Rhodes. It's not about... Definitely. It's not about... I agree. Swerve or... Parker Bedro or whoever the other guy is—it's about Keith Lee. At some point, it, either we need to once again shit or get off the pot. You brought Keith Lee in to be a singles star. If he's not competing for the the AEW championship, it's for the TNT championship. It's one or the other. The fact that he's in another tag team again after coming out of a tag team. And then having a, a should have had a a few with swerve that we've been waiting for and haven't gotten, and now you're getting into to another tag team. I love Tony, but this is some of the problems with having this monster ass roster. Even with ROH coming in, well, if you're the problem still,
0: with having a monster ass roster and not having any writers.
1: Even with writers, the writers could still fuck it up. Of course, of course, but you need people to bounce ideas off of. Without question. I guess my point is this. Keith Lee being in another tag team boggles my mind. Do you remember
0: what my idea for the name of this podcast was? (laughs) I don't. It was Marked Out Wrestling or The Marked Out or Marking. Oh, it's called Marking Out. Marking Out. The Marking Out Podcast is what it was called.
1: There was and, marking out that and you Matt were like beat beforehand
0: and you were like now listen I played in bands for a long time this is what this is what playing team sports as children teaches you mm-hmm. I like I I am willing to I, see accep- where you're I am this. willing to accept better ideas I remember you being like I was thinking band from ringside and I think we were all outside smoking outside Jack Patrick's and Zach and I were both like fuck yeah okay yeah that's good that's good but yeah I, with, I didn't have any qualms the first time i heard it i was like yeah, yeah that's cool yeah it's good
1: it's still pretty good um <laughs> <laughs> it just should be it's been 300 or 297 episodes but the thing about uh
0: tag teams is like it's got to be the something usually like jamming two names into each other ftr a, ftr is pretty good but FTR is like so. Is but it was, not the the, FTR. it was the revival though, and it's fuck the revival. That's what FTR stands for. Because fair. Because totally Everybody fair. started saying fuck the revival, totally and they fair. went with FTR, and that's really good. The Young Bucks, the acclaimed, the Rockers, the Legion of Doom, uh, the, the, the 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 okay,
2: demolition. the elite. <laughs> I'm just <laughs>
0: I'm, saying, I'm saying, like no, Jer- the Jericho sucks. Warrior. Jair Show sucks. Team Hell No sucks. Those are bad names for tag teams.
1: It's got to be the something because it you, doesn't have to be the something. It should. You're be you're you're naming all of the greatest tag teams that I could think of that have the the word the before the actual name.
0: Well, with like Dustin Dustin Rhodes and Keith Lee, like I would have gone with. The Diabetics Or The <laughs>
1: <laughs> You ain't shit
3: No so low blood
1: sugars Like something like that You know Like I would they go on Something like that Zach Take over please <laughs> We're gonna take yeah. go, go ahead Tom Brady Take a couple plays off uh,
2: You know uh, You know how like You look at Like um, Like White blonde chicks And you look like, like She's really into black dudes You can just like tell It's um, kind of like it's
1: kind of like Justin a tag team partner. You just look at him and you're like, he just he really likes tagging with black dudes. Um. <laughs> Dude, I'm dead right now. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> hey, hey, hey! I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this right now. Whatever strain you have, text me that strain because I want to have some of that. <laughs> now, okay, it can't happen right now, because all the dispensaries are closed now, but uh, tomorrow morning, <laughs> I can go there and figure this shit out. What the fuck? <laughs> you had me on, you know, black, women, black men and white women. Now you went on with Keith Lee and what the fuck?
2: <laughs> well, it's just funny, because whenever I first got back into wrestling, like, he was teaming with truth, and I'm like, oh, this is, like, a fun Tag team,
1: and then like he had been with Booker T, and uh, he's yeah, I know. Funny. Um, <laughs> Oh man, talk about dynamite! He's, either he's either tagging with
2: his brother or a brother.
3: <laughs> <laughs> dude, I'm done, dude.
1: talk about dynamite! This is fixing to be right, the longest yeah, it, longest podcast. Ever no, that's what I'm saying. Talk are about you, dynamite! Main event was good. You, I'll, I'll go with that. I like action and Dreddy. Sammy's cool. obvious right guy went over.
2: Uh, yeah, so uh, as far as Dynamite, uh, open with a pretty decent big guy, little guy match. Uh, Orange Cassidy uh, versus Big Bill with uh, Stokely Hathaway. This match kind of fed into the main event, um, as we will talk about. But, I mean, nothing, nothing really remarkable here, but um, pretty fun match. I don't know what you guys thought.
0: I thought that... Uh... I thought that Orange Cassidy sold the proper amount for Big Bill. Um, Not much more to say here. I I think that wasn't Big Bill's name before he was Big Cass. It was like Colin Cassidy, right? Wasn't that his name?
1: Sounds right, yeah.
0: Put them in the tag team. Yeah. The Cassidy's just writes itself. Anyway, (laughs) I I mean, it it was fine. The the right guy went over. It wasn't time to uh, move that belt, but... I like watching Orange Cassidy fight. I like watching uh Big Bill fight. I'm glad that Bill Bill Big Bill's got his shit together, you know. So I'm happy for him and I hope that he gets more spots because he's a he's a pretty fun wrestler. Pretty fun big guy wrestler.
1: Crazy yeah. crazy to think about how if you just look at the straight up numbers. Orange Cassidy's had a really dominant Title run in AEW. And I know we talked about. And he's a fighting champ. I know we talked about, you know, Tony doesn't flip tag or championships a lot. Orange Casty has been the guy mm-hmm. for about the last six or nine months, just defending titles. I don't think it's been that long. Who'd he win it off of? Pack? Pack, yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's been. Nuts. He's
0: been like Mr. Rampage. He, he was.
2: It was weird that we're he wasn't about on that, Rampage. Yeah. It's only because he's on Dynamite. It's like the he's fifteen. Like
1: it's it's double digit title defenses at this point. I guess my point is this: when you're we're talking about AEW five years from now, we're doing BFR twelve sixty five. We're gonna look back on this Orange Cassidy run. Quiet as it's kept. Has a dominant run in AEW history. There, Tony is at least doing this part right. He's a fight. He's a fighting champ,
0: like I said, which is more we can more than we can say about the heavyweight champ. What was next? Yeah, Cassidy's a great act, and he's been protected his entire run at oh, AEW. I'm sorry, Zach. I, I, let me cut you off here. Uh, why, why does that bother you so much when I say that? Jason. Be- because that's the gimmick, motherfucker. Is that he never fights? Yes. Well, that's not what AEW needs. AEW does not need a non-fighting champion. What
1: was next? <laughs> we we, oh, we, um, we, need to, we need a champion to jump in the crowd and break his foot. We're we're gonna have plenty more. <laughs> t- we have a lot that's more. That's the champ we need. There's we gonna, need a champ that's gonna fucking start. There's gonna a be a lot more MJ,
0: There's gonna be a lot more MJF talk coming up here in the next hour.
3: That so. doesn't
2: that doesn't happen whenever your champion just rolls into the ring slowly. So uh, anyway. Uh next we had kind of a blue balls moment for the crowd in which the AW Trios champs came out and then were the lights went off, which has like been pretty much the build to this feud, which granted the Elite versus the House of Black doesn't require like a lot of storytelling, but I feel like you could do a little more than occasionally turn the lights off. And then now we've got what, a few days before the pay-per-view and they get, they get beat up and uh, they get their belts stolen. And I agree. Yeah, they gave them back. I don't like the belt stealing gimmick pretty on the record for that. Uh, but I would, I'd just be bummed out if I was in the crowd for this and um, you know, you're about to get the elite. And it was just, it's just been kind of lame and kind of lazy, but I think the match is going to rule. So that's what that's where I'm at with
0: it. It's one of the matches that I'm looking forward the most too. Yeah. I mean, it's how
2: it's just a physical match It's because of how good those guys are. It has nothing to do
0: with how they've been how they
1: presented. The yeah, I'm not. Talking, has, uh, yeah, yeah. But
3: yes, yes,
0: that is part of AEW pay per views though.
1: In this scenario, if you told me you're it's part you're, of AEW as a whole, if you, you told me you were going to have banger matches with no story. If you're gonna have a if you're gonna have a six man tag with these six guys, sign me up. I'm i I'm totally down for it. The booking part of it, totally separate. If you just wanna talk about the physical match itself, sign me up.
2: Yeah. Uh then we had a ladder match which was pretty awesome and pretty terrifying. Uh so Takashita, Ortiz, A. R. Fox, Eddie Simpson. Powerhouse had Sammy DeVere, Man Verdi, and Commander um, out of nowhere. Um, but welcome addition to the match. Uh, so, pretty much just fuck off and uh brawled and they're like, "Yeah, oh, we're not worried about this. <laughs> we're going to you know, brawl up the ramp, which was in storyline. Yeah, made storyline sense, right? So that was fun. Uh, K-Fade style, you're like, I guess, you know, k the line know going to hate each other but, um, they couldn't look past it uh for their own benefit here. But uh this thing was nuts. There was a lot of botches, uh, like Achan and Dreddy and Santa Gavera with the uh Falcon Arrow attempt and oh. Action and you know, Jesus. super, super green dude. I emphasized but it was just scary to watch him not coming down on I can't do any of the shit that they do. So but I'm just saying like it was bunkering. And he got his leg cut whenever he was coming down. Scared me to death. Um Powered off Hobbs, just being such a huge man on such a broken ladder, standing, having to stand on the very top of it in order to reach the goddamn uh, ring, the, the brass ring, uh, that was scary. I mean, you got the squeeze the on the bottom of it, like holding the ladder up, like the flag of Iwagino, like so many of them. Uh, it was... Zach, Zach, Zach.
0: move your phone just a little bit like we're having a hard time hearing you. I, I heard you say that the referees look like Ibu Jima, which is really really fucking funny.
2: <laughs> Sorry. I had my airpods in, so oh, okay. I was uh
0: yeah, so hopefully you all, can hear me better. All good. I, I understood everything you said. I just Want to put it out there? Don't worry, I'll cut this part out of the podcast.
1: Yeah, exactly. You <laughs> want <laughs> you want to, to end it before I leave? I, I, I think that I think that Zach pretty
0: much nailed everything that I thought about this. Uh, this is right when the baby went to bed, so right when I came out, this ladder match was in full swing, and it was pretty exciting and pretty dangerous. Listen, uh, the. The botch that Action Andretti and Sammy Guevara had was one of the worst botches you'll ever see in a ladder match. Downright dangerous. They both could have been paralyzed. <laughs> like, really, the way, that, the way that it went down, they both could have been paralyzed. I don't want to be too... I don't want Tenor Mahal to text me tomorrow and tell me that I'm being a grandma nah. talking about...
1: <laughs> on this one. <laughs> this is...
0: It. it was gnarly, though.
1: It was it was a gnarly botch. You saw it, Jason? No, Bo text me on it, and when he texted me, i just gotten home, like, 10 or 15 minutes ago, fed the cats, whatever. I'm, you know, getting my high on, I'm getting ready to start watching this shit, and he had texted me when I literally had the remote in my hand I'm starting to you know get the shit together and, would, and this text came through with Andrade versus Andrade and I'm just like Andrade came back and I'm like what sound the like, fuck sound like somebody else got their smoke on <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm like instantly I'm like ooh this is gonna be good so then I watched this shit and I was like okay he met action Andrade whatever that spot was dicey at best it would have been fine with a couple of pros,
0: but it was it wasn't a couple of it, it was Action Andretti who's only been a pro for only so long. Or at least he's only been on T V for and so long. And when the
1: craziest motherfuckers on the roster in Sammy Guevara. Right. And, I get it.
0: Yes. And Action Andretti clearly was like, I can do this. And I kinda felt bad for him afterwards. He finished the match and there was a couple more spots that he did after the match or during the match that were really fucking cool. My favorite spot of the ma- match was the Blue Thunder Bomb. By Takeshda, which was on ooh, who was that on? Was that on Sam too? I honestly
1: I can't remember.
0: I mean, that was an insane spot. And and a perfectly executed spot also, uh, in stark contrast to what we saw earlier. True. Either way, this was these were guys that were trying to make their name uh like Commander. Commander the uh the thing. You know, Zach mentioned kayfabe in uh, a ladder match, and there is no kayfabe in ladder match. There is no. Ooh, I need to go for the belt. Is like, no, I'm gonna gonna do the the biggest spot ever. I'm gonna cause the most damage, do the biggest spot, and if you if you hate non kayfabe stuff, if you're a lover of kayfabe, just skip. Just skip ladder matches altogether. <laughs> <All together>. altogether. <laughs> like they don't make any
1: sense. None. <laughs> like the, they are the spotless. No, the Iwo Jima, uh joke that Zach made it 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 makes sense more so at the end because. Hobbs. He had a hard got time getting down. No, no, God bless him. Hobbs takes out the fucking ladder and then he uses that same jacked up ladder to go up and try to get the ring and obviously. He I gets saw it. some
0: dude get just roasted on Twitter last night because he was like, Why are the referees holding the holding the ladder? What the fuck? Why do referees help somebody win? And somebody was like, ah, yeah, that that that's happened in every single ladder match in history. And he was like, "No, it hasn't." And then people like, <laughs> right. <they, they>, <laughs> just start posting <laughs> pictures of like Jeff Hardy getting ready to jump off a ladder, and a bunch of referees standing around at the bottom. It's just like, I know the K- I yeah, I know that I know that kayfabe is dead, but you also don't want the actual performers to be dead, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, and, and, Hobbs and, and, had a hard time getting down. I didn't think he was going to get down. I was like, "Why is that motherfucker standing on the very top?" <laughs>
1: Just the the flip side of it because I'm one of those guys. He's that, so huge. No, I'm one of those guys. I'm one of those <laughs> guys. Like, okay, the referees are holding this fucking ladder. I get it. You don't want anybody to get hurt. But damn, then you know, bring it down a couple feet. Get a bit more industrial ladder. I don't give a fuck. I'm telling
0: you, I think I think it's because there are guys out there that aren't very experienced. How many how many ladder matches do you think Powerhouse Hobbs has had?
1: One. How, how many ladder matches do you think
0: Action Andretti has had?
1: One. <laughs> right. One. One. He just did exactly. it. Exactly. I think it's a bunch of inexperienced guys. Okay, but uh, I, I'm 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 not criticizing them, and I'm not critic and I'm not saying that you're wrong either. But I get what you're saying. It's got to be somewhere in the middle, where you have these guys. You need
0: a Shelton Benjamin. You need a Matt Hardy. You need guys like that to be a ring general for shit like that and not
1: have just a bunch of guys that you need veterans. And and as much as we shitted on and I'll say it, as much as I shitted on Natty being in the elimination chamber, that that's makes probably her sense. Part. There you go. Yeah.
0: That's so the it's, reason that's way she, that's how she makes her living. This it's probably be being around making sure that these women aren't killing themselves Bingo. during ladder magic.
1: Bingo. And God forbid it's something that would have happened last night with the, that especially I mean, can you, that
0: you just it? imagine matt hardy being in there and just like the cameras cutting off from him and he's just like nah. he's like don't do not do that, <laughs> <Don't> do that. <laughs> cut it Go out ahead, guys <laughs> you got it. Go ahead, <laughs> anyway powerhouse hobbs wins which is a great outcome would you agree zach oh
2: yeah uh i just keep giggling to myself thinking uh about him standing at the top of that ladder and how it does seem so funny and overkill. It's just like the equivalent of some dude standing bare-ass with his pants around his ankles in a urinal,
0: I don't, like, yeah, Get I the know. job done. I don't <laughs> like, think he was supposed to. I don't think. Uh, he, I don't I think mean, he was supposed to stand I, on the very top. I think he got up there and he was like, "Oh, I'm not fucked up here." I just, I just, wa- I've watched, uh, I've watched Nope, the new Jordan Peele movie, like twice in the last month. And I just picture Powerhouse Hobbs standing on top of that ladder and Kiki Palmer and Daniel Kalua just looking up at them being like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not helping that motherfucker. Nope.
3: Mm-mm. I uh,
2: I do think the only other person that could have won it is because uh, the crowd was really behind Hobbs. Understandably so. And they were really behind Tukesina. But if, if anybody was winning that, it should have been Tukesina and or powerhouse. Yeah, it, and it, it was, was it,
0: it's Hobbs' home hometown too. He's from San Francisco. So perfect. So like the the crowd was the me. crowd was hot for him and it you was the right me. move. Stop it's it's the, it's the anti-Vince move. It's the let's give him the big moment in his hometown. So it's fun to watch for everybody. I know it's amazing. What a novel concept. Uh all right, moving on. Uh we had
2: uh uh, just backstage update, Chucky, T, and Trent. Uh, they're out of the tag team battle royal. Um, Dan Howes and an Orange Cassidy are going to take their place. And then we had Chris Jericho versus Pretty Peter Avalon. <laughs> and this is, you know, a couple minutes. And, you know, Jericho sold a lot for him. And ended up winning with the code breaker, which was kind of a
1: nice. Avalon sold the uh, shit out know. that motherfucker. He, he channeled the rock. In <laughs> in Stone Cold well, Stunners. I mean as soon as Jericho hit that co-brainer, Peter Ablin was like, "Wee." I was like, oh shit, there you go. That's his, that's his clip forever, okay? I don't know if Peter is ever going to win the title, and I'm not going to sit up here and say he's going to win the title right now, but I'll say this much. That motherfucker is on his clip forever, right? That motherfucker <laughs> sold the dog shit out of that fucking cold break. I was like, that's right, Peter Avalon. If you got this six minutes, you are to make this best six minutes of your goddamn life. <laughs>
2: Yeah, Avalon's a good wrestler. He, he was on strong recently a couple times. Mm-hmm. and uh, It's just funny. He had that terrible gimmick whenever AEW started, that librarian gimmick. It um, was bad. But uh, this was really just a setup for um, more Ricky Stark stuff. Jericho, you know, Stark runs out and um, Jericho bashes him with the Judas effect. So they're setting up for the pay per view. Um, not much to see here, but we um, he had a Christian Cage promo, which was pretty excellent. Uh, again, I'm not super thrilled with how this build has been, Uh, but this promo was awesome. Um, I didn't necessarily need to go through um, uh, line by line or anything.
1: uh, Let me get this in before uh, Bill comes out. I'm a little sick of this Edge, you know, Christian greater than Edge conversation. Okay? I get it. Christian Cage is a a very, very good wrestler. Great promo. I get it. I just, I can't get on board with Christian Cage greater than edge <laughs> i'm sorry i just can't <laughs> i just can't four i'm glad words, you're here four words for you i'm, Roll the fuck I'm up. glad you're here so i I don't have <laughs> to talk behind your back for for, for someone that immediately missed the edge run i don't know how you are going to say that Christian greater than Edge.
0: Dude, I stopped watching wrestling between 2004 and 2009. I'm 43. That's a very small amount of time that was, a, a, by all accounts, a pretty shitty time in wrestling where it was John Cena versus Edge all the time. Nobody liked that period. That was the period where Undertaker was on SmackDown. It was all Undertaker on SmackDown. Tay Long coming out and saying, you gotta fight the Undertaker. <laughs> So it's like the man's hands get cuffed. I mean, what you want? So I uh, so I missed 2006 through 2000 middle of 2009, right? Nobody ever comes to me and says, you really got to go back and watch some of that shit. Some of that shit's really good. None of that <laughs> shit's really good. Nobody mentions a single match from that entire time. There's not a single match. They might be like seeing the edge, but they don't say it with their fucking heart in it. You know what I mean? Like they don't oh, give Jesus a fuck Christ. about it. So, I don't give a fuck about edges entire career are that that four year career that was for 2006 to 2009 that four year period that everybody agrees is not worth mentioning when you talk about wrestling with anybody that knows anything about wrestling. I'm I'm okay with missing that part and saying that
1: Chris, I still think Christians better no, than the, Edge. No, that you can't. You can't sit here and say if I uh, can do whatever the fuck, fuck I you mean. want. I'm sure. I know you can. You're the host. Great. Okay, Tom Brady. I'm just saying that if you're gonna miss a part of the game plan, that you can't be complaining about the game plan on the back end. Who's complaining? I, I don't complain. I just I'm just saying that Christians better than Edge. That's all I'm saying. That's, okay. I'm
0: not complaining about Edge. I'm just saying. Okay, man, so you're making really a declarative
1: like statement without all of the evidence. Fair. Yes, I'm making a declarative
0: statement okay. without all of the evidence. Okay. No, it's not even okay. a, it's an opinion. I like Christian Bear the Edge. The Edge. Christian's barely. No, 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 no! What you just give it? Okay, right. you there you go. There you go. There you go. No, you're right. It's there a you fact. go. Now no, you I'm talking sorry. about staying
1: with your chest? Staying with chest? You you just said. I'll
0: stay there, with there my you chest. Go. But, you know, Yeah. Get that Christian's shit out. I tell you what, the best thing that ever happened to Christian's career, in my opinion, from my opinion, is when Edge, Edge beat Del Rio at WrestleMania. It was the curtain jerker. I remember it very well because that was the, <laughs> there, there's a surprise with the go ahead <laughs> because that was the year that Del Rio won the Royal Rumble and he challenged Edge and it was like oh it's going to be a main event no it came on at 6 p.m. while people were still dumping their fucking ranch dip into cups and it it, it was like okay well <laughs> I, I, I you know I'm still excited for this match and Edge goes over and then Edge has to retire within 2 weeks and then they had the whole it was supposed to be Edge versus Randy Orton for up until SummerSlam, where Edge was supposed to win, then Randy Orton was supposed to win right back, and Edge was supposed to be pissed at him the entire time. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It was supposed to be Christian and Edge, and they replaced Edge with Randy Orton. And so Orton, that's when he got the Orton the, and Christian. That's when the one more match stuff started, started.
1: and then with the uh, the concerto when the, uh, Randy yes. Orton had the that uh, feud. Fucking ruled, man! No question. That was like a
0: four month no feud. question, and that was Christian. Christian was always kind of in the shadow of Edge. Edge and Christian, my favorite tag team of all time. Like I love Edge and Christian as a tag team. I don't love Edge solo. I love Christian solo, obviously. So, I mean, that's where I'm at.
1: Go ahead, Two Beer. I was about to say, otherwise, we we were going to go down a rabbit hole where like nobody's going they,
0: they gave me weed.
1: No, 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 fuck that. Where's the camera, man? Rewind the fucking tape. I'm throwing Put it on the red TikTok. flag Put it at on on TikTok.
0: <laughs> I'm throwing the red flag right. right now. That's Sorry, bullshit. We, get, we still got predictions. Sorry, Zach. Go ahead. Uh, moving
2: on, we don't have to talk about hope this is not hard it's not important. Uh, Tony Storm versus Riho. Uh, fantastic, though. Riho is so good. Fans love her so much. Uh, ends up getting a, a pin against Tony Storm. And, uh, yeah, I really like it. Were you surprised by the pin? About it. Uh Maybe just a little, just because, you know, Tony Storm is the one in, in the match, you know, like coming up. Uh, you know, she's just, in, she's just higher on the card than Riho. Uh, but,. Uh, you know, she just got a win over Willow Nightingale, who I also thought she had a win. But Rio always comes off strong. She's like the ultimate underdog to the former champion. Um, I was not surprised when it happened. I was pleasantly out a, a of
1: Zach's a big Rio fan from way back. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I like Rio too, but I just – it was a surprise. I mean, I would the, – the way it happened, it wasn't a clean roll-up. You can see where Rio was tr- still trying to – you know, make sure that Tony's legs were pinned down or whatever the case may be, close to the ropes, whatever. I was surprised. Just booking-wise, the way that Soraya and Tony Storm have been booked, I just assumed this was Tony Storm going over. I did, too. I was completely surprised by the pin.
0: Uh, next up, we had Naturally Limitless. We've already talked about that. Do you guys want to relitigate that, or are we good? No, we're good. Um, all right, Zach, <laughs> take us into that tag team gauntlet match.
2: So uh, not, I don't, I'm not going to go in order or anything, but I will list the participants. We had uh, Silver and Reynolds, uh, The Kingdom, Matt David and Mike Bennett, Aussie Open, Dan House and Orange Cassidy, uh, Blackpool Combat Club, which is uh, Claudio and Wheeler, um, Top Flight, Lucha Brothers, Preston Vance and Roosh. Angelo Parker and Matt Menard and The Butcher and the Blade. If that sounds like a lot, it was.
0: Preston Vance was and Booth and Roosh, I don't even remember them being in there. Like, I feel like I watched the whole thing. Were you surprised by the outcome? Zach, were you surprised by the outcome?
2: Oh, yeah, totally. Like, I, out of all of the people, I mean, I know that, uh, you know, Dan Housen and Orange Cassidy, like Orange Cassidy, like I said, he's protected. He's been a star in AEW for a long time. Uh, you know, Danhausen's a fun act, but, like, I don't know. You are talking about a four-way. There were so many more, uh, I feel like, worthwhile. Like, yeah, it's a way to get them on the show, but, like, I don't even think they really need to be on the show. There's so many more worthwhile actual tag teams that would have been better in this match. Lucha Brothers are probably the most over of all the teams. Uh, you've got, uh, you know, Top Flight, or. You know, up and comers—they—they've been fun. It's very fun in the four-way off
0: the open. I mean, Christ, a lot. Even the kingdom,
2: uh, get the kingdom on some. Those
0: guys are really talented wrestlers. Jason, get them on a, a show. What about naturally limitless? Uh, <laughs> Jason, Jason, no. been, Jason's been nodding for a long time and pointing like Arsenio Hall. So I think that he agrees with you, Jason.
1: What do you think about the outcome of this match? For. Yeah right. <laughs> um, for a a division that AEW was championing that they wanted to promote, you know, you have the Bucks and Zach's analysis is the greatest tag team ever. I have a hard time understanding how Danhausen and Orange Cassidy win this when you roll out teams like. The Lucha Brothers, um, RC open, yada yada yada. Okay. There A, there's gotta be a better way to do this revolution match. You just can't have back to back, you know, battle royals and back to back weeks. You can do it, just break it up. Number one. Number two, He's so right. When you have, like Zach said, legit. As teams come out, well, I'm like, "Damn, Kingdom comes out. Damn, Gucci Brothers come out. Damn, you know, Aussie Open comes out. Damn." And I get it, you know, not these. Some of these teams probably just come can't come to Revolution. But then, if you get to this point, then why bring them out? Why tease me with these guys when you're gonna give me Orange Cassidy and Danhausen once again? Wasn't coming- Tom flight out there too? Yes. Yeah.
0: I mean, there was a, it was a why it was a jam pack. okay
1: to do fucking a tag goddamn teams. tournament. You had months between the last pay per view and Revolution up? coming up. You had months, and you that's what you came up with. And you, you gave me you don't orna- have real jobs. You gave me orange. Cast- you can spend all day just sitting around thinking about this
0: shit, and, and you got to come, come up with it. You got to come up with
1: the shit at the very end. Hey, hey, look, every no- somebody and leave act- six minutes for Bryanson. Actually, somebody <laughs> needs to just to get Tony Khan needs to have somebody pull him out of the coke mound from time to time and be like, "Hey, tell you what, we need to do business." I wrote we need down to do business.
0: I wrote down. I was like, this entire show seemed like it was somebody on coke because man, it was non fucking stop.
1: It's and, too many run ins. We get it. A lot.
0: No, a, a lot of these. All shit of a sudden, is, he gives twelve minutes to Reho and Tony Storm because. He was probably like talking about some new business venture they just came up with, or like he was trying to explain the end of Inception or something. Like and so like and that took he 12 forgot minutes? he forgot the show. Yeah, he forgot the show was going on. It's not
1: taking twelve minutes to go at the end of the He was Inception. like, So
0: Griff was the grandson, Biff was the granddad,
3: who's the actual
1: dad?
0: He's like, Who's the guy in the middle? And nobody knows. Because the only they never talk about Griff's dad. And they never talk about <laughs> Biff's son. Nobody knows who the middle one is. <laughs> Hijacked two counts. <laughs> anyway, uh, Dan, listen. I, I, I there's what I'm gonna say. One positive thing and one negative thing. What do you want to hear first, Zach? Uh, negative. Okay, the negative thing is I do not understand Dan Hazen as a guy that likes comedy and is wrestling sometimes. I just think that Dan Hazen is... Sometimes, all the time. I like comedy in my wrestling. Yes. Yes. Um, I don't like comedy in my title matches, and I don't like Dan Hazen. This wasn't a title match, okay, though. But he's in the title match now. I don't Now like, he is. I don't like Dan Hazen. okay let's say yeah
1: there you go let's just yeah let's break it down
0: i'm just like i'll break it down to its core to its core i don't like him i don't think he's funny i think he sucks and i think it's stupid that my brother sent me a text message a couple weeks ago Uh from the new york the new yorker magazine Jake? About a wrestler, Jacob. Yeah, Mm-mm. and it was. Dan, <laughs> yeah. and it was <laughs> now it's really getting get bad. <laughs> it was Danhausen, and I got Jacob the New Yorker subscription for his birthday last year. He's like, I can't wait to read this. I go, man, I know every single wrestler in the world pretty much, and Danhausen would have been number fifty on the list of guys that I think the New Yorker would have done an article about. Do like, you,
2: you know me- why I think they did it? Did you read the article?
0: No, there's a paywall, man. I'm not paying a dollar for that shit. <laughs> 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 I didn't
3: uh, <laughs> it. He got kids, like, man. Yeah. Did you read it? But
2: I'm assuming so. Denhausen is incredibly marketable. Like uh, he's marketed himself really well because he's such an original character, and he uh, was probably like the he probably made the most money out of anybody on the independent scene strictly through merch and the other ways that he's like marketing himself. And I think he's a top merch mover at AEW. Um, that's like kind of like how he's built his persona in this business. Cause it's not around his wrestling, not that he's like a terrible wrestler, but I just, I, I just wonder what they wrote about and maybe that, maybe that's it.
0: But le- let me give you, I'll, I'll give you 10 seconds to think about it. If you thought that if I told you the New Yorker did a profile on a professional wrestler and I didn't tell you what promotion it was from, how old he was, how young he was, how famous he was, how many wrestlers would you have to guess before you got to Danhausen?
1: Twenty. Oh Easy.
0: yeah, it it'd, <laughs> yeah, it'd be quite a few. Way more. Way more <laughs> Easy.
1: than 20. i know, I'm, I'm, I'm being I, conservative. I told
0: my I told my brother fifty and I think that was conservative. I think that's
1: conservative as well.
0: I mean, you could, you even if you you could go Rick Flair,
1: Jerry Lawler, right?
0: You know, Stone Cold Steve Austin, you The Rock.
1: You, you can give me hot or cold. You wouldn't have come. with I would have never that. came out with Housing. That, that never. I
0: mean, that's all I'm saying. It's just strange. I would like to read it, but I'm not going to get behind that paywall. I'm not. Sending two dollars out on dude. the internet—it's
1: a dollar, dude. <laughs>
3: Just cough it up, <laughs>
2: uh, and then all right. So uh, there was uh, there was an in promo, but before we talk about that, there was one promo that I forgot to mention, which was awesome and Moxley. Uh, or page? It's amazing, Either. Uh, well, Moxley Page—the page promo was great, but the Moxley promo was like transcendent, like most Moxley promos. I find it funny that uh, in a year of there are so many MJF promos that were great last year, and that's kind of what we talked about with the Beefers. I feel like Moxley is like the unsung hero where every promo is great and every promo he just tells the truth. And uh, this time he was bleeding profusely from his head.
0: I think that everybody on this podcast agrees with that every single time. I feel like we talk about it a lot. I just think it, like he 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 hits so many doubles that there's really not enough room for home runs. Like he, yeah, no, just, I think I
2: think you're right about that.
0: You know, I just think everything he does, even if it's a if, even if it's a 90 second promo for Moxley, it's so fucking good, but it's not going to win promo Pro of the, win year the year because it just doesn't go on long okay. enough or there's not okay. enough. No, I just, like, he's just a steady double guy. I know. I just and I get I what you're saying. I, say I, it's I just say a great said, compliment.
1: No, I was just trying to. Connect the dies. I, I mean, I, I, I understand what you were saying, but now I get it much more so Most guys pop out to the shortstop almost every time. True, like he's a gap Mopsi's hitter.
0: just yeah, opposite field.
1: Oppo double.
0: Uh, but I, uh, but uh, what I wanted to say earlier when I got on that Dan Hazen thing. Sorry, I got high. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah is that this at
1: least, he, at least he meant it correctly.
0: This this, this I, four-way tag I, match I, this four-way tag oh I no I, I asked grabbed it. Shut the head <laughs> <way."> Giggle <laughs> twins.
1: Give me that shit. I
0: said do you want the bad news or the other good news? And he said bad news. The good news is Jeff Jarrett has the best worked punch in the entire business. Jeff Jarrett comes in yep. and does worked punches on those young kids. And really, I mean, he's like, every single time he's like, whippersnapper. It looks so fucking good, and I bet he doesn't even touch them. His worked punch is so fucking good that it makes the rest of those guys, like Christian said, look
1: like they're just playing a video game. <laughs> I, do, I do like that guy. But like I said, for me, that's... That was my I different goodness. story for that time. That was my I'll, I'll leave it. All right, I'm done.
2: Uh, and then we had the big old promo at the end, which was funny because you think there's going to be kind of a face-to-face, and there was, but you think there's going to be a promo battle, and now it's just Danielson telling MJF to shut up and just really cut a fantastic promo. Like, I was not – admittedly not terribly invested in this uh, storyline um, – you know, you say games and you say Iron Man match. Uh, I really enjoy MJF in the ring as well. But the the build was very similar to a lot of other MJF builds, the Gauntlet build, right? And it's gotten a little bit more personal in the last couple of weeks, and I feel like that's where they've really been able to take this to the next level, to where I'm not just buying because I know I'm going to get Paige and Moxley in a Texas Death match, and it's going to be amazing because it's at the Cow Palace and um, you know, and I'm not just going to get like the elite versus the House of Black, and I'm just fine because I know what I'm going to get. Like, Gales have made me believe that he might be MJF for this title uh, in a similar way. And it's just like such a pro thing to convince a crowd that not that he was incapable of it, but that there's often times where we're just assuming because we're so smarty that we just know what's going to happen. We're like, oh, MJF's going to retain. Kind of like, Austin Theory and Edge on Raw, like, the week before last, where, like, I'm like, oh, well, like, Edge isn't going to beat him to the U.S. title, and Edge goes out there and cuts a promo, for, like, two minutes before the match, and he just, like, convinces me that there's a solid possibility that he's going to win this match, and, um, you know, I'm invested now, and I just want a little bit more of that and a little less gauntlet but uh, if we could in, in the future, but uh, I don't what do you think?
1: With six minutes, I mean, well, let's just say less than 10. Um, I wasn't sure what we were going to get. What we got was fine. You know, it's it's the cherry on top of this MJF, like you said, gauntlet, hoop jumping that clearly Tony Khan seems like he wants to do with MJF. I'll save all the other thoughts for when we do predictions but I, I thought this was fine i mean it, it it accomplished what you wanted to accomplish it got a hot crowd behind brian Danson versus one of if not the top heels in, in wrestling in general period
0: so let me uh let me give you guys a hypothetical hypothetical situation you're still alive in 10 years okay
1: i better be both of you guys shit i better be in Denver smoking all kinds of weed
0: and so you're thinking back on you're thinking back on MJF's <laughs> career, right? Yes, sir. And are you going to think about MJF's first title reign? Do you think that you'll be thinking about it like, ah, this really made him like he was such a fucking natural or do you think that you're going to be watching the uh E60 or the behind the music or whatever the fuck you watch or and it's going to be like yeah, he really didn't know how to handle that first title reign. Like, he thought that he was doing cool stuff, but he was out there talking about car accidents with chicks, and he was doing all sorts of this weird stuff. Like, we don't know why. And he's going to be like, yeah, I didn't really know what to do during my first title reign. I thought I was ready for it. I really wasn't. I was 26 years old. What do you? Which one of those things do you think is more probable? B, right? Uh, the latter. yeah. Right. Because this has not been a good title reign. The man does the title doesn't make the man. The man makes the title. He has not elevated the title, and he has not elevated himself. He's still the same old MJF. The title hasn't done anything for him. He really didn't struggle for it, because all he does is sit back. Like to win the title and have it mean something, you have to struggle for it, and he just never did it. Now this is not an indictment. You sound like you sound like Brian Danielson. That's, that was brian danielson's promo i mean much. basically but I, th- I like not to give anything away i am picking brian danielson uh not to give anything away but i'm i I'm, think you just did i'm I'm, did. I'm, I'm picking <laughs> i'm picking brian danielson <laughs> What's and your i'll tell you why in a little bit but <laughs> nice. i think that this has been uh, spoiler alert. ultimately this has been disappointing from mjf and it's i don't think it's his fault i just think it's they Everybody, th- everybody thought they were doing the right thing, and they weren't. I don't think this is on MJF. That's why I just said. I okay, said, I said I don't think it's on MJF. Okay, I th- I, everybody thought they were doing the right thing. That includes Tony Khan. That includes whoever Tony Khan talks to. That includes MJF. That includes.
1: No, it's uh, it's more uh, so on who, Tony, Tony Khan. Okay, if you if that's if fine. The plot for me. Yeah, it could be on Tony Khan. If we're just talking about MJF specifically, the fact that you have him doing the same gimmick over and over again, pre-champion, post-champion, that's a problem.
0: Exactly right. And, And when you think about Dynamite after Revolution on Sunday... Like is MJF just going to come out and do the exact same Smarmy promo? Is it going to be CM Punk that comes out and helps him so that like catapults into the next
1: thing? Oh Jesus! Or is Christ. it going
0: to be Brian Danielson coming out there to a raucous crowd being like, "Fuck yeah!" Also, I think the AEW is made for babyface champions. Uh, I can,
1: it's I can way see better. that. I can see that. I can. I can let, totally let, agree with that. Let's bring
0: Zach in here. I feel like uh, we've been ignoring him. No, not at all. I, I fully agree.
2: Um, I'm really kind of interested if Brian Danielson doesn't. It doesn't seem like they're going to pull the trigger with Wardlow. Now, I don't think Wardlow's a world title guy right now either, but I find it weird they've kept him away from him just as a a uh, an opponent, right? Like um doesn't even have to necessarily be a, a pay-per-view opponent, but was, last time we saw them in the ring together, Wardlow just destroyed him. And right. MJF was off TV for months. Right. Uh, yeah. So, why have we not brought that back around? I think um, we will. It's case
3: just, case. it's
1: it's not the right time. Warlow hey is ice cold. Hey, guys, let's get to that three count. One, okay. Two, three. See. Tom Brady, rather to get this shit over here.
0: And hey, you know what that three count's going to be? Mm. I say I That's that. right. It's going to be predictions.
1: I right, had that sneaky suspicion. So,
0: I will go first because I've been thinking about this one all day, and it makes <laughs> me really mad. <laughs> this should be good. You've been thinking about the. You've been thinking or, about this. Never mind. I've been ahead. thinking about this match. All, I've been thinking about this match ever since the ending of the last match last night, which is the tag team match. Okay. So we have the Guns, aka the Ass Boys, versus the Acclaimed, versus Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. Versus Orange Cassidy and Danhausen. Orange Cassidy and Danhausen is almost an insult to Smarks out there. It's almost playing too much to
1: it. I'll, I'll take that insult and uh, accept your apology, to Tony Khan, whenever you're ready. That is BFRJCB at gmail.com.
0: I'm going to go, we're going to go least to most, right? Obviously. I'm going Danhausen and Orange Cassidy, least to most. They're the least. I'm going the guns next. Talk about a mistake. Putting the belts on them was stupid. I'm going lethal. Lethal and JJ. Your fault. Your fault. Your fault, Vice. This is you. This is on you. I'm going the acclaimed most likely to win because the acclaimed or taking the belts off them was stupid. Uh, Zach, what do you got?
2: You want you want least the most? Yeah, I want Duh. least the most, please. That's what we do. All right, least to most is gonna be uh, yeah Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. Not a thing, but I am weirdly intrigued and happy that they're in this match. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, it's a thing. And the, oh, just
0: just and pay attention to Jeff Jarrett's fucking punches. He's got the <laughs> best punches. Jesus Christ! All those all dude all those Memphis guys did because that's all they did. was punch.
2: That's exactly <laughs> right.
1: That's exactly right. He nailed it. <laughs> now I got to go back to Jerry Memphis Lowe's wrestling be. Okay, there you go. I'll give you that. I will concede I'm you. I'm telling to you,
0: addage. I watched the Jeff Jarrett Broken Skull session. I recommend it. Jeff Jarrett is a pros pro pro. He's cool as
1: fuck, man. He's a broken brick right. flyer. Uh, All right.
0: Your, so do you want to change your? Do you want to change your lethal and Jarrett pick <laughs> right now? I'll give you one chance. No. Okay. Nope. Nope. I'm keeping it. Um, then I'll go with. I got him uh, second.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> then I'll go with uh, the gun, because this is not uh, this is unlikely. Then I'll go Danhausen and Orange Cassidy. Just because
1: of their
0: popularity factor, and then I'll go
1: with the Aqueans because uh, yeah, they should be the ones that have the titles right now. Jason, you're up. Oh wow, I, just, I... okay. Fuck it, let's just do it. Um, we're gonna go with. Well, yeah, Orange... we're not gonna sit here. Like, I know, do it. I know. I'm just. I'm really surprised it's that your I'm. Turn. Ju- yeah, I know. Motherfucker, Orange Cassie and Dan Housen at four. It is what it is. Obviously, my own personal objection to it aside. We're going to go with three with what they're calling uh, Triple J, and that's Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. I'll be as much as Bill likes to see Jeff Jarrett punch guys, I'll be more than happy to see Jay Lethal go away at some point. I'm sorry, Jeff Jarrett go away at some point. Two, I'm going to go with The Acclaimed. I'm going with what Everybody else has said about AEW, and what I think I've seen, Tony Khan just doesn't give a title and then take it away. So you're taking the guns. I'm taking the guns at number one. Somehow, someway, Billy Gunn is you're still in right. play. Yep. And the fuckery is not happening yet. And we've waited, and we waited, and we waited. I get it. Who should be the champs is different than who are going to be the champs. I'm taking the guns
0: you know what's fun here is that none of us have the exact same four yeah so uh coming up next we have a three-way match which is between uh sorry it's uh ruby soho
1: he can't read his own hater
0: and saraya <laughs> jason you go first motherfucker.
1: i will go in order of least to most i will go with ruby soho as least um, she feels like she's just thrown in there. God bless her. No disrespect to Ruby Soho. I think she's a great wrestler. Just wrong angle, wrong time. I'll go with Soraya's too. I don't even We really like Soraya. It feels like she's like the... The dead weight on the Titanic when it comes to the AEW's women's division—it's already been hard Very enough, and you brought her over. Man, Look, I don't get—I don't get two rats' asses. It's been worse. It's—it already was bad to begin with, and now you brought somebody over that you thought that was going to make it better, and it's gotten worse. It's—I seen the, on I've that on that podcast
0: be- on that podcast three years ago. It was the title match was uh, uh, Chris Statlander versus Nyla Rose. And Zach asked
1: which one was the trans person. Yeah, we definitely have to go back to watch it. <laughs> Listen to that, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> I'm, I'm offended by that joke.
3: <laughs>
1: you made it, motherfucker. And then obviously, we are going to go with Jesus Christ Almighty. I'm going with Jamie Hader to the retain. Jamie Hader has done nothing to cough this Joker up. I'm going Jamie Hader 1, Soraya 2, Ruby Soho 3. Zach, what do you got? Uh, yeah, if you.
2: Are having a hard time remembering who's in this match. I would not recommend Googling Soraya Freeway. Um, or maybe do. I don't know. But, uh, so I am going to put her at the bottom of the list here. And, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then I'm going to say Ruby Soho, and then I'm going to go with Jamie Haven.
0: Okay, that's exactly what I got. Okay, so that's all the, uh, the multiple matches. So let's get to Christian Cage versus Jungle Boy. Zach, I'll ask you first. Who you got, Christian Cage or Jungle Boy?
2: Please give me Jungle Boy, and please just let them move on to different things.
0: Yeah, Christian Cage's promo the other night, though, was fucking great. Oh, hey, welcome. yeah. Like... <laughs> Seriously? You
2: treat it
0: like video game. I treat it like an ATM. I'm like, oh. Yes. That was a money line, and that is a line that Edge could never deliver. That, Jesus Christ. I, I'm just Come saying. On, no. No. no, when, no, I'm talking no. About, when you're talking dude, about, dude, you're okay, talking you, about you,
1: Christian Cage. Look, if you just going to do some shit just to piss me off, no, then I, just, I would just I would go have said that even and you fruit. weren't here. I would have said that even if you weren't here. No, you would say that if I was here. Set the fuck up. No, I wouldn't.
0: Roll the fuck up! Never! Go ahead. <laughs> Jungle Boy versus Christian Cage. it has got to be Jungle Boy, right? I mean, come on. Yeah, everybody's got Jungle Boy. Okay. Uh, I wrote that in the wrong thing. Uh, oh, so, Jesus. we have the Elite versus the House of Black for the trio's title. Who you got? Jason, go first.
1: I really like House of Black. I like Brody Kane, Alistair Black, buddy matthews i think they by themselves could be great tag teams could be great the elite is the elite i I just honestly i i just really need to see tony khan show me that he has some sort of investment in house of black i don't think he does i'm taking the elite I'm taking the elite also for all the reasons that I said
0: I wasn't taking the champion earlier. I'm taking the elite. <laughs>
1: you bad wagon well, motherfucker. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean uh, uh,
0: do the elite need to take time off? No. Do, lead, do the elite need to break up? No. Do the elite need to start telling a better story?
1: Yes. Do the elite, does Kenny Omega, didn't bring out the US championship that he beat Will Ospreay with? Yes. Yeah, let's see Will Osprey in the Aussie Open versus Fuckers. the
0: Elite. Uh, I'm
2: sorry. Zach, I'm just a little got-
1: bitter about it, like always.
2: Yeah, <laughs> if this would have had a better build, like, at all, um, I might be convinced to pick House of Black, but it's just a match, and I can't see them changing the title on just a match. Uh, so,
1: I want to pick, yeah. pick House of Black. I really do. I yeah, just can't. I feel
2: you
0: so we got four matches left we have chris jericho versus ricky starks i'll go first i think that uh chris jericho has something else up his sleeve uh they have said repeatedly that jericho appreciation society is banned from ringside i don't know why they haven't paid us yet i haven't seen any money yet from AEW. hey tony khan find me with my checking account
1: (laughs) Mm -mm. Don't put, don't put it out there It's
0: 465XXXXXX5 <laughs>
1: like, Don't put that shit out there like that Anyway I am
0: taking Jericho Also uh, <coughs> I, I don't know if I should tell you guys this beforehand <laughs> But Jericho <laughs> Apparently Registered for the uh, Trademark of Jericho
1: Anyway I'm taking Jericho <laughs> I don't think that matters one way or the other. Um, <sighs> coin flip toss. I'm going with. I'm going with Ricky Starks. I mean, goddamn. I mean, why are we doing this if, if Ricky Starks doesn't go over? Why are we doing it? I mean, that's a great question. Ricky Starks. I'm taking as the
0: snowman. Uh, who you got, Zach? <laughs> I'm picking Ricky Starks for the same
2: reason as Jason. Like, it just makes the most sense, unless we're going to keep dragging this thing on. All right. It's a double
1: it. or nothing? I Jesus lo- Christ. Lo- that's another three months.
0: I love it when we don't have the same answers. Uh, we have Samoa Joe versus Wardlow. Uh, I will go first. Samoa Joe, this is a TV t- One of the titles is a TV title, and he's not. No, on it's a, TV, t- a t- title. But he's got the ROH title. No, he's, he's,
1: he's Champ Champ. But it's for the TNT so, title.
0: Oh, it's not for the ROH TV title? Oh, well, then
1: he definitely loses. I'm taking Wardlow. You're welcome.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, I was going to take Wardlow anyway because I thought it was for the TV title anyway. I was taking Wardlow anyway. Okay. But thank you for the confirmation.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ. I was about to say, look, I wasn't trying to be – I wasn't being smart. I invite look, this guy okay, into my he house. mad as shit. <laughs> Thanks, Shana. Thanks for the help. I didn't need your help anyway. I, I had Liv Morgan taken care of all by myself. Yeah, yeah. Fucking Ronnie Rousey over here. For podcast, <laughs> thanks for taking me. Thanks for coming out here for thirty minutes, Jason. Yeah, I'll, I'll edit it when I'm ready. Oh you ain't any shit anyway. All right, G- giggle twin son. <laughs> no, as a matter of fact, no, I'm not. All right,
0: he got Zach. <laughs> <laughs> Wardlow, all right. Who you got, Jason? I love the brevity.
1: Oh my god, of my white brother. <laughs> 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 I'm taking Wardlow as well. Samoa <laughs> Joe is going to have a second child, so he can go over to ROH. So that's fine. All right. Then we got
0: Moxley versus Page in a Texas Death Match. or sorry, it's just, they're just calling a Texas Death. We're not calling it a Texas death match. It's the same. I'll go first here. I'll go first here. This one has bothered me. Really? Yeah, because we keep telling Moxley to take that vacation. It just doesn't seem like he wants to take that vacation.
1: (laughs) It's it's, it's time, Mox. Uh,
0: Yeah. It's okay. I'm taking Paige.
1: Uh, Jason. I agree with you. It's time. It's not even a knock that I want. Moxley to go away, but I think this is more so about Hangman Page. I never want Moxley No, no, no But it's about Hangman Page Mox is over If Mox doesn't ever have another title match he is so fucking over when it comes to AEW It's not even a question. Now we gotta bring everybody else up. Hangman Page needs to win I'm writing
0: down two beers I'm writing down two beers answer before he says it Two beers, who you got? Adam Page. <laughs> Fuck yes. <laughs> all right. I'm a little surprised. So all three of us have Page. It's it's cool. We have different answers on here
1: for a bunch. For for that particular match, I'm a little surprised.
0: And then we have MJF versus Brian Danielson in a 60 minute Iron Man match, which I have to say, I, I'm not looking forward to. Like the worst I, gimmick. It's just, it's just, it's not what you want in a main event, because you know you're going to get sixty minutes, and that is too long. (laughs) And Brian Danielson is my favorite wrestler, probably of all time, and I expect him to keep it. No, you didn't say
1: no, 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 no. Don't no. Let's let's call it for what it is. You said he was the goat. Yes, I think he's okay, so don't. so say it with your chest. Again, this week, Is if he's the GOAT, then he can carry this motherfucker.
0: Yeah, but I think the 16th- No, no,
1: no, no, no. I not want to hear that this, shit. This
0: is like, it, it, I don't want to hear that it's shit. It's really like talking to my wife, man. Just let me finish my fucking sentence, man. I, I'm just saying, like- I, I don't even know what to say to This is exactly what like I was talking
1: to my wife. Like, okay, yeah, I guess I'll uh, I'll put the baby. No, to bed. no, please, no, no. You were saying that Brian Danielson is the greatest wrestler of all time. Yeah. So and if he's not going to be. To see,
0: I do not want to see a sixty-minute match at the end of a pay-per-view.
1: But that's what we got. It has
0: nothing to do with Brian Danielson. It has to do with the sixty-minute match at the end of a pay-per-view.
1: If he's that great, the goat. Yeah. It's not like he hasn't done this before. If, if MJF is that inferior when it's, it when it comes to wrestling, and we've had this conversation before, it's
0: an odd stipulation to put at the end of a pay per view in two thousand twenty three. It's it it's a stipulation, to, especially to... especially at the end of a pay per view that is booked by a guy that is notorious for booking five and a half hour pay per views. Now that match that. Golden Ring match, or that Sonic the Hedgehog match, or whatever you want to call it, where <laughs> Powerhouse Hobbs pulled that ring off of it. That should have been on the pay per view. That's a pay per view no. level match. The only no. reason that no, the only reason that shit was on Dynamite was because they knew that the pay per view is going to last too fucking long. Why are they doing an hour match? I'd like, I dude, I I I like MJF. I love Brian Danielson. I want to see him fight all the time. I I don't want to see him fight 60 minutes against MJF, I don't think. Now, hopefully, I'll be proved exactly wrong. I'm just telling you exactly how I feel right in this moment. I'm being so honest with you right now. This is so
1: vulnerable. And I will be honest and vulnerable as well. The reason I think they're doing this is to get MJF over. As, as rare as he wrestles, when taking? he does, I'm taking MJF. As rare as he wrestles, when he does, it has to be good. And if you're going to bring out one person for 60 minutes on your AEW roster. Zach, who are you taking? You're taking Brian Danielson then bring him out.
2: Uh, I'm taking MJF.
0: <sighs> Tell me why.
2: Uh, See, so yeah, I, I was going to, but it was just funny. I've just been saying one-word answers. Uh, so, um, yeah, MJF, uh, I'll agree with Jason. I think this uh, goes a long way towards getting him over as a as a credible wrestler, and, and it's a continuation of the storyline of MJF taking uh, the easy way out. And I think perhaps he's going to be – maybe they'll be tied for falls or maybe it'll be all the way out. He'll have the opportunity to take the easy way out. And I think – there's a, a, a possibility that he beats Brian Danielson clean.
1: Say that last part again.
2: Like there's a possibility that he beats Brian Danielson clean. Because if we know anything about Brian Danielson, he loves losing to young wrestlers. I
0: love it. I love it more than. No, I. I his hot twin wife. I think there's a, a
1: chance that Brian big, Danielson. Barely, went,
0: barely more than a 0% chance that Brian Danielson loses
1: clean. I cannot see that. If, if, if it goes two to two within the last with five minutes, yes. I see the diamond ring. I see some sort of swerve. Big show. No way. Big show. No way. Mark Henry. <laughs> I don't give a rat's ass. I would love to see just I, I, because. Because you have good goes over clean,
0: I'll feel the same way I did when Roman Reigns stacked Daniel Bryan and Edge on top of each other and pinned them both. Motherfucker, say what? Which was fucking amazing. Amazing. We probably don't talk about it enough. It's oh, so dominant. No,
1: it's one of my favorite moment, moments in WrestleMania me me, history. Me and you marked out. Together. Oh, we were there. I was yeah. like, "What the fuck is this?"
0: Jason and I start punching each other in the <laughs> face. We we're
1: like, "Fuck you!" That's so fucking awesome. If that if that happens, where MJF wins cleanly in a. A final fall, last five minutes, ten will minutes. Not ha- will not happen. I don't I, I don't see that happening, but if it does, it just reaffirms what I'm saying I'll coming be up huge, to this point. I'll be a
0: huge fan of it if it happens. I would love to see it. I just don't I, think it's going to happen. I am picking Brian Danielson just because I, I, I really don't think it's going to happen. But if it happens, I want to be able to have picked it.
1: This motherfucker here. I'm I'm calling 62 when I ain't got 50 for home runs yet. Go ahead, call that motherfucking One, shot. Two. Three.
0: That's gonna do it for our three count. This motherfucker. This is banned from ringside. <laughs> uh, for odds and ends, you guys, you guys know CM Punk's coming back, right? <laughs> you, guys, you, guys, uh, you guys know that's happening, right? That's happening. Sometime it, it, soon.
1: Okay. No, 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 no. We This is going to be the Say It With Your Chest podcast. That's what I'm going to label it. Say I, it with your I, chest. I, when is he coming back? When's he coming back? When's he coming back? Sunday. <laughs> yeah, there you go, I'll two beard. That's say, what I'm I'll, talking about.
0: I'll say. uh, uh to confront MJF after MJF beats Brian Ailes and Queen. I thought about that. <laughs> no, I thought about seeing Punk coming out to help MJF.
1: Why would he help MJF? I don't know, man. I just think about this stuff
0: in the shower. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Do you think I, like, what?
1: Well, the next step is, why would he do it? Well, why would Punk come back? Because To I, help MJF. Kayfabe? Kayfabe. Oh, K-fabe
0: because he... Because he realizes this is the, this is his really only, his only friend in AEW. Because MJF also doesn't like the Elite and Kenny Omega. And then he does some shoot style promo where he's like, "MJF, no, you has can't kept do his, that." Hold on, MJF has kept himself away from the Elite and Omega the entire time. They could have been, and he does a shoot promo, work shoot promo where he talks about how MJF has kept himself away from it and. That's why he respects MJF. And then they kind of work themselves into an MJF. Uh, God bless Adam you. Page. And God wa- bless you. All the while, Brian Danielson is having the belt in heaven, real matches, while the fucking drama bitches are over here, like Sam Punk.
1: God bless you. you. You really want that to happen, don't you?
0: Where's that Starwood
2: sitting? <laughs>
3: Six-man tag. Six-man tag. <laughs> Let me book the territory. Hey,
0: everybody. We got some birthdays this week. Uh, Deborah is 63. Justin Gabriel. You remember Justin Gabriel? <laughs> yes, I do. He is 42. Ivar
1: from War Machine. I can't yeah. remember his real name. He's 39. Well, uh, uh, no, 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 no. It's, uh, it starts with a w. uh War
0: War. machine
1: Shut the fuck up.
0: Uh, Dalton Castle is 37. Val Venus is 52. I say this every year, but the best thing about Venus is that Val Venus is they spelled Venus like penis with an I instead of a U. It's so funny. It's like it's not Val Venus the planet. It's Val Venus penis with a V. Uh, Mr. Kennedy. Kennedy Kennedy uh, is only 47. Bruce Prichard is 60. Chase Owens is 33. Tyler Bate is 26. And I saw him
1: on, the, uh, the, on NXT. The aforementioned
0: Chad Gable, 37.
1: Fever, the future the WWE heavyweight Not champion. So
0: Murray the Murray Man Murray for Jack, Patriot Patch. Jack for Vice. Jack for Sam the Muller Mall. Check for Tender Mahal Jack. for FB Eatery for Soul Jack, Taco Jack. for JJ Twig's Pizza for Jack. Millie the Cat for Xander Jack. the Cat for Reba the Dog for Jack. Aaron the Wife Jack. Jack. for Two Beer Zach Pullman your, your the daughter white guy out in there and in the, oh for the daughter uh <laughs> Edna May for Jason Cornelius I am Bill Bacon. everybody boo the heels boo.